South Bronx, South, South Bronx. We're back and live, hey, everybody. Are we in, are we live or are we in Spanish? Yeah, Is that thing keeping out in Spanish? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to another edition of Dead End Sports, the place where sports opinions collide. Uh, I am your host, 12 Kyle, and we want to welcome you back. Uh, happy New Year. Happy 2017. Uh, 2016 is over. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. A lot of stuff to talk about, man. To be honest, two hours is not enough time, but we're going to try to get it in as best we can. As always, I'm joined by my partners in crime, my man, BZ430. BZ, what up, though? What up, though? What's good? Happy New Year. You know, first first show back for the new year. Shit, you know? We, we, yes, we sir, here. Yes, sir. I understand Pops was in town. How do you enjoy his visit in the eighth? He loved it, man. He loved the fact that he didn't have to put, wear a jacket because you know it was warm <laughs> during the Christmas time, man. We was out there, we was out there washing and waxing the cars and everything, man. It, it was cool. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. And my boy, my man FIFO is in the building. FIFO, what's good, player? Man, I think I need a new computer for 2017, man. <laughs> man, the MacBook, the MacBook is finally hey, bro. is giving up. Yeah, man. She she's just slow. Like, at first, like, she didn't want to connect to the call. Then it connected, and then there was no camera. They had to restart. Then they wanted to update some stuff, and I had to wait for that. Now, it's, it's just slow, man. It's all wait, man. It, you know, she's almost 10 years old, man. That's ancient. Yeah, and be glad that it lasts that long, man. Well, it's, it's Apple, man. It'll last another 10. It's, it's just super slow now. That's kind of where I'm at people, with, with mine. Like, I have a 2010... A MacBook Air, and it doesn't have like HD on it, so um, HD camera. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I need, I need to upgrade. Yeah, but it's, it still works fine. Like I have no issue other than that. And joining us as well as my man Ken. Ken, what's going on, player? Uh, nothing much, man. Uh, you know, I know we were a tad bit late, guys, to the show. Um, we were talking about some. Potential upcoming changes for 2017. Uh, as, as Raph mentioned, he needs a new MacBook. Um, I think we're going to do some things different with the show this year, and that's what we were kind of uh, conversing back and forth about. Uh, one is uh, moving over to audio, moving over to podcast-only uh, format, and bringing back video content. A lot of you guys have been asking us for video content. Uh, we've been listening, and that's something that, uh, I've been thinking about a lot, so we're going to look into doing that, uh, doing the list, the top ten, this, that, and the other, maybe having some of those intense uh, debates like we had via text today. So there are a lot of different topics <laughs> <laughs> that we can cover um, that we can put out either biweekly or monthly, and this just kind of really hit me, um, even possibly even doing the show, um, this show, the live hangout show of, uh, maybe once a month live or something like that. So uh, we're just tossing around a, a bunch of different ideas right now, Just, but just looking to kind of expand some things and then add some things to kind of add uh, and give more content uh, to you guys um, for the new year. So, uh, so that's that. So anyway, it's a pleasure to be back um, and I'm ready to get into what we're talking about today. Yeah, man, a lot of stuff to get started, man. Got to, man, 
first and foremost, shout out everybody in the chat room. I see everybody jumping in. We definitely appreciate the love. Uh, Happy New Year again, everybody, man. Uh, and leave, shout out to everybody who feedback too about what I just said too, guys. Please, thanks. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, if you got everybody in the chat room, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about what it is that you know is on in coming down the pipe for us, uh, definitely hit us up. If you can't get a, get to us in the chat room live now, if you're watching this after this show airs, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Dead End Sports. Hit us up individually as well. Respond. A lot of people have been hitting us up, asking us you know, when you're going to do the top five videos, when you're going to do the top five, you know, best players, when you're going to do a video about this. So we will be bringing it back. Uh, and, and shout out to everybody for riding with us as we move into the new year. Um, as I mentioned at the top, man, a lot of stuff to talk about. We've been gone for two weeks. Um, bowl season is almost over. We got the national championship game uh, coming up. I will get your predictions as we have a rematch of last year's uh, national championship game. But first, man, uh, one thing that we, we didn't get to over the break, um, a lot of controversy uh, when it comes to college football. Uh, some of these players, it started with uh, Leonard Fournette and then um, uh, the McCaffrey kid from Stanford, players sitting out bowl games uh, to get themselves prepared for the NFL draft. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Michigan-Florida State game, which was an incredible game. Uh, won by my Florida State Seminoles, but uh, their Michigan's tight end, his last name is Butt, uh, he was supposed to be a potential first rounder, tore his ACL in the game. So I'll start right there, man. Uh, B, I'll start with you. Uh, what do you think about players skipping uh, these bowl games to get themselves ready for the draft? Um, look. They they look at it like this, man. I guess from a from a, a, a artist standpoint, or from rapper as a producer standpoint, they gave you the free mixtapes during the years in college. <laughs> they were ready to get paid now. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I have no issue. To be honest with you, I think we kind of saw this coming with, uh, especially with uh, my man from LSU for that. Uh, so you know, we kind of saw this coming. Just just based off of uh, Clowney. What he kind of did in his his last year playing in, in the college, it's like all these dudes that you know gonna be like first you know first round gems. Why well, don't we say gems? But like first round picks where they where they possibly gonna get mm-hmm. some money, a lot of money right off the bat. These dudes are focusing on their future, man, financial future. You know what I'm saying? They 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 feel like, hey, look, this is my chance to get out and make some make some good money playing a sport that I love that I possibly probably won't play for a long time. Deal. Let me go get my money. Let me let me let me save my legs because you know playing through college, you're already kind of wearing tear already going into the NFL. It's just the fact that you just got that age up on everybody because you're 21, 22 years old. But yeah, you you want to try to get as much, you know, you know as much uses of your body as possible in the NFL because boys are faster, boys are quicker, and them boy the men are stronger in the NFL. So yeah, I don't, I you know I'm I'm okay with it. And I saw a video too. I think like last week. Yeah, as Nick Saban about it, and he he kind of made a, he made somewhat of a good point about like how you know these college playoffs now is kind of like making these other bowl games meaningless. Like if if for that or what's my other name? What's the name? The other dude you said that was playing? Uh, McCaffrey. 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 Yeah. If those if those dudes weren't in the in the college playoff, I don't think they would be sitting out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like right. the fact that you got the college playoffs now. Now, who wants to play in the in the in the what? Uh, just for example, Cotton Bowl or whatever you know, whatever these other bowl games 
that's meaningless. Oh, it's a it's it's another game that's gonna be wearing tear on my body. You know, let me go ahead and start focusing and start having getting ready for pro days and getting ready for the combines and all that stuff so I can be prepared for the NFL and NFL draft. So I don't have an issue with it. I I I, I somewhat agree with Nick Saban's point with the college playoffs. And and if you expand it more, it makes these other bowl games even even less important if you expand it from four to eight. So you know, I, I I don't have no issue with them sitting out. It it was kind of expected. I thought I'm surprised. You know, for that waited this long. I guess he just wanted to see if LSU was going to be in it. But hell, by week five, we all knew who was the cream of the crop in the SEC. So right. You know, I, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. No doubt, no doubt. What about you, FIFO? Uh, your thoughts on on some of these big time kids uh, skipping and sitting out these bowl games? I'm right there with you and the sentiments of um, Alabama football coach Nick Saban. When you created these this playoff, right, in the playoff, they're bowl game, but it's, it's means to an end. It's a means to a championship game. For me, I would have felt some type of way if Fournette or McCaffrey were vying for a national title if sitting out the national title game. That's something to play for. That is a very meaningful game. But these bowl games, all it is, because I'm talking about there's teams with under 500 records in a bowl game. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like, what is the meaning of these bowl games? It's just for these sponsors and these college uh, 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 universities to make more money. So I am okay with the player taking their best interest into consideration and saying, you know what, I'm going to get ready to make my millions because you've already made more millions off of me than I will make in my own pro football career. I have zero problem. But like I said, I would have a major problem if it is a national championship game because Jalen Rose um, off of Jalen and Jacoby talked about this as well. And Jalen Rose was very mad that they weren't playing. And I think that a lot of former pro athletes, probably even some collegiate athletes, feel the same way. I don't, especially in football. These games realistically are meaningless to their draft stock. The only thing they can do at this point is hurt their draft stock. And they don't want to do that, and they don't want to get injured. And another point to be, the, the players in the NFL are much bigger, stronger, and faster. You need all of the time and preparation yep. for that to, to get mm-hmm. drafted as high as possible, to get as much guaranteed money as possible. I have zero problems with them missing a bowl game. I have 100% problem with them missing a national championship game. You know, I think the other thing uh, is that money talks. We know the NFL is a professional sport. Obviously, they're getting paid for that, and we know they don't get paid in college. I don't care about the ancillary stuff and all the other stuff you get. You know, people are saying and college tuition and this, that, and the other. Um, I'm just looking at this situation from these players' perspective, and that. You're getting another another game out of me. You're making all this money. I'm not getting a piece of it. I need to make a business decision. Like mm-hmm. you guys are making one uh, for me. So, you know, on one hand, I love the competitive part of it, but we saw what happened to Jake, Jake Butt with uh, Michigan. Um, he, what? Yep. His ACL. And, Towards ACL. Yeah. And, and, and just like that. 
his stock has gone down. Somebody may take him, but still. Um, he's impacted by that decision to play that game. And when you're a guy like Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey and um, whoever else decided to sit out, you have more at stake at the ne- to get more. You have more to lose by playing in that game and getting hurt than you have game playing in that game. Because like FIFO just said, your stock is set. You're good. You can only do yourself more harm than good. So um, I think it's fitting. And I think that – and I love it because the players need to make some sort of stand against the college system where globally now we're starting to see that these conversations and people are really starting to look at this and be like, man, this this just – this isn't fair to the students. Jim Harbaugh got $200,000 for making that bowl game. Jake Buck got mm-hmm. a poor ACL. You know – uh, and the colleges get millions of dollars for making a bowl game. The players just get a stipend of a hundred dollars here or there. So I'm all for it, man. Depending on the player, I'm, any player, man. I, I think anything you got to take a stand and do what's best for you for yourself, especially in a system like that where they're they're not really gaining that much from it, and the colleges are reaping the benefits of it. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to add. I think you guys, everybody hit. Nail on the head. Even add to what you your point, Ken. Um, by making this national championship game, Dabble Sweeney got a six hundred thousand dollar bonus. I mean, Deshaun Watson isn't going to see any of that. Uh, William Gallman isn't going to see any of that. You think he's going to break them off with some bre- some of that bread? No, he's not. So, but you walk, but you walk through the stands of this national championship game that we're about to witness on Monday night, and you'll see number two jerseys in the, in the stands for Deshaun Watson. You'll see William, Gall- William Gallman's jersey, the running back. It was, you'll see Mike Williams' jersey, uh, uh, the wide receiver. All of these guys' jerseys in the stands, and their money's being made off them, but they get nothing from it. Yeah, they get it. I mean, you get the opportunity to play for a national championship, but no, I'm now I agree with FIFO. I don't think we're going to see guys, you know, whose teams make the the playoffs, you know, skip skip uh, skip these games. But I think any other bowl game that doesn't have any impact on it, no. I, I think you, you'll see guys not want to hurt their stock. Um, and, you know, I heard some commentator. I was watching. I saw the intro to the uh, whoever Stanford played the other day. I can't remember. Um, and they mentioned how the fact that McCaffrey wasn't there and, you know, that it may hurt ratings. I mean, McCaffrey doesn't care about ratings. I mean, you've made enough money off this kid the whole season. He was a Heisman Trophy candidate coming this season. season. Yeah. What year is he? Yeah. What year is he? Yeah, he's a junior. He's a junior. So you've made you've made more than enough money off of him. So I'm not I'm not especially when guys don't have when their teammates don't have a problem with it. If your teammates don't have a problem, I don't have a problem with it either. I would like I would be interested to see how it's going to play out, particularly for the quarterback position. I saw somebody in the chat room mention uh, Lamar Jackson. Let's say this time next year, Lamar Jackson is not playing for a national championship. Does he play in, in a bowl game, a meaningless bowl game? We will see uh, if it's going to help or hurt his stock. But um, I, I agree with you guys 100%. I, I'm all for these kids getting themselves – because just like anything else, just like you have an internship in college, you know, to prepare yourself for the working and professional world, 
this is no different. Get yourself ready because you have your body is your investment. You have to invest and get yourself ready for this. And you know, at that point, you know, your team. I mean, look at what LSU did without Fournette. They were <laughs> the guy's kid was more than adequate filling. So you know, get your money, man. Get 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 yourself ready to get your money. Um, now, speaking on the national championship game, as I mentioned at the top, um, this coming Monday night, 9 p.m., uh, we've got a rematch of last year's national championship game between Clemson and Alabama. Um, Alabama's been number one and crushing everybody all season long. Uh, <laughs> they just removed slash fired uh, their offensive coordinator, Lane Kiffin. Is a story in and of itself. Uh, but FIFA, I'll start with you, man. Your prediction, man. Who's going to win this game and why? Alabama? Because that's, that's, that's a mini NFL um, game, man. That, that, man. Roll, tie, roll, man. Like, like the, look, Nick Saban, since, ever, he, since he's gotten back to college football, has been, mm-hmm. I think, even better than Bill Belichick in the way that he's running his system, everything he's doing. It don't. It don't matter. <laughs> it, it, in all honesty, based off of what I've seen, it it does not matter at this point right now in their season. It, it does not matter. I, I think I heard one commentator make uh, a valid point where all season long their quarterback has been listening to Lane Kiffin, and now mm-hmm. for one game, the biggest game of the season, you don't have that type of. Uh, rapport, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what buttons to push because as a coach, you need to know how to motivate your guy. You know, so Steve right. Sarkeesian, it, 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 he, he's he's jumping into a very hot seat, but I think for him, it's not as hot as it looks for us on the outside looking in. Um, I, I think, honestly, they're going to be fine, but I think it gives them a pre, a built-in excuse if they lose, and especially if the offense plays bad. It's kind of built in, oh, well, they didn't have Lane Kiffin. Look at the type of impact Lane Kiffin had. You know, so, so I think it kind of gives other people that type of excuse. But in all honesty, man, look, Nick Saban runs an extremely tight ship. We kind of know – we know what Alabama is at this point in time in the season. Lane Kiffin does make a difference, but I don't think he impacts it to the point where they can't win. And I, I don't think right. he's the reason why they win or lose at the end of the day. It's all about Nick Saban. Nick Saban's there. That whole squad is there. They'll be fine. Okay, FIFA, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. Give me a, give me a score. Ooh. Man, I, th- I, 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 think, <laughs> points, man. I, I, I think Alabama got a defense, but, but Clemson for real, man. Um, I'm going to go – 42-33. Okay. High scoring. Okay. 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 B, what about you, man? Give us your prediction. Clemson versus Alabama. Who wins? And give us a score prediction. Um, I got – man. I got Alabama, man. That, that, that defense, they wear you down. Like, just when you think you're you, you going to pull up a number on, on Alabama and you think you got them figured out in the first or second quarter – Come third quarter, man, them, that defense is wearing you out, man, and they they making plays. So I might I, I might have to go with Alabama, probably getting that rematch, man. I, I predicted, I saw this at the beginning of the year that this was gonna be the rematch again, and 
And it, it is. And I, I think this is going to be a little more low scoring than last year. I think last year was – I think both teams got hit in the 40s, if I'm not mistaken, um, last year. So I think this mm-hmm. year is going to be, I say, 24, 24-14, something like that. Okay. Okay. Ken, what about you, man? Uh, Alabama versus Clemson, the number one and number two ranked teams for most of the season. Uh, who wins and why? And give us a score prediction. Clemson. Clemson. <laughs> like Clemson's going to win, man. Of course. <laughs> Clemson's going to win. Um match, but I, I do recall B saying that Clemson would get their revenge uh, this year also. Look, I, I, I can't add much to what you guys are saying. That defense is outstanding. And Scarborough sits three run like a like a buck um, is, is going to be a problem. And one thing that I saw when I was watching Ohio, watching the Clemson game was, I was like, how are they going to stop that guy? Mm-hmm. Because when he gets the ball, it's almost like he, he's running. He's looking to run people over. Right. And when you get in space, you might as well give it up. You're not going to catch him. And if you do catch him, you're probably some light DB. You're not going to tackle him. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's going to be a problem. But Hurts, the cor- the quarterback, just hasn't been impressive all year. He's basically a running back that they put at the QB position. That's pretty much all he is. And – and the way he struggled, we can blame it on Kiffin. Uh, people have, but I don't know if I think that was all Kiffin. I think that was just him just playing terribly. Um, and, you know, at, at probably the worst time, Washington was just soft. Take advantage of it. They had so many chances, so mm-hmm. many chances to win that game. And Browning, which I've told everybody was average and mediocre um, and not that impressive, just threw, just got scared. Every time they came with the blitz, every time we saw Maroon show, <laughs> he was shook. <laughs> oh. It was one time they came on the blitz right up the middle and he saw it, he just held the ball, did like this, and it just went down. And then when they came on the blitz, he threw that pick six. That was it. So for me, man, Deshaun Watson, he's not like that. Now, my thing is that if, if Deshaun Watson get folded up the wrong way, he done. But um, the brother, man, he, he seems uh, – like he knows what he's doing, he's gonna make the right decisions. I'm gonna put it in the hands of the brother. Well, it's brothers on both sides, man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to right. uh, to 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 Watson, man, for the revenge game. I'm gonna go with that. By the I, way, I, we I, need I to like uh, congratulate the winners of the fantasy football um, oh, of the Dennis Sports Fantasy Football League. We'll do that in a little bit. Not right now. You go ahead because I gotta get the winners together. I only need um, to find two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I would now. I would love I would to see Clemson, Clemson win, Clemson win. Uh, uh, but they're not going to win. They for for them to win, Watson for can't turn the ball. I mean, because you have to play like perfect, perfect game. Um, it, it's it's hard, it's, man. It's, and you saw Washington get off to a really good start. And then they had that fumble. And then next thing you know, they turned the ball, they, the quarterback threw a pick. And that's how Bama beat. I mean, like their defense, they swarmed to the ball. You know, you, you're not going to rattle them. And they really believe in their defense. And, I, and I'm a firm believer that the game really would have been even worse 
if Lane Kiffin didn't have his hand up his ass on Saturday, um, which is why he's subsequently not coaching this game uh, next week. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, think, I think Alabama wins. I'm going to say 34-20. I think it'll be, it'll be close for a while. Um, but ultimately, I think defensively, it's just, just going to kick in, man. It's going to be too much. And it's, it's going to be too much for Clemson to overcome. Um, Watson, for them to win, Watson's going to have to play the game of his life. And he's going to have to not turn the ball over. And he's, he's going to have to play like he played last, last year. And he was, he was incredible last year. They just, Clemson just ran out of time. But I agree with Kim. Scarborough, Scarborough's biggest issue is that he hasn't been healthy. But when that kid is healthy, I mean, you saw it on Saturday. Washington didn't want to tackle that guy. They didn't, you know, and then that's what Alabama does. They get up on you, and then they just pound the hell out of you. And, you know, come third, fourth quarter, you got to run it back to 6'3", 235, running a 4'4", 40, and your arm tackles aren't enough. So um, it'll be interesting to see how well, which Clemson's run defense is one of the best in the country, and Alabama loves to run the ball. So uh, ultimately, I think Clemson's going to try to make Jalen Hurts beat them. Um, and he hasn't really been impressive per se. And it'll be interesting to see how the game is called, you know, with, with uh, Lane Kiffin not being there. But I think Alabama, you know, rolls, uh, no pun intended, uh, 34-20. But it should be a good game. I'm looking for a good game. Um, so we will see how that plays out. Uh, moving on to the NFL. Uh, we got wild card weekend. The playoffs are set. Um, Obviously, we'll talk more about, you know, next week what happens as far as uh, the teams that are on the buys. But um, this weekend, man, we got Houston versus Oakland uh, in a game in which two backup quarterbacks are starting. Um, we got Detroit versus Seattle. I mean, it's Detroit versus everybody going <clears throat> to be. Um, so I definitely want to hear what B has to say about that. And then we got Miami at Pittsburgh. Uh, and then capping off Sunday afternoon, the New York Giants against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so let's take them one by one, man. I'll start first with you, Ken. Oakland versus Houston, man. Who wins this and why? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This game is going to be absolutely terrible. I got Oakland winning, man. Um, Connor Cook going to come in. He's going to start, and he's going to um, he's going to do his thing, man. Um, and win that game for them. Brock Osweiler. Is going to uh, to to give this one away, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I got Oakland winning this one. Okay, okay. Uh, FIFA, what about you, man? Oakland versus Houston, who wins? It, 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 is Brock even the starter? I, I, I don't. He's I been don't... announced. As, yeah, they they said he's going to start that game. Yeah, he's going to start. Um, well, he's going to be on an extremely uh, short leash. I, 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 yeah, more. Savage. I, I don't think Savage is, is. I don't think Savage is healthy. I think he's still in concussion protocol. I think he wasn't any okay. better. Well, hey, look. I, I don't care who that third string quarterback is. Look, that that boy, that boy Osweiler, gonna be on that short leash. But um, you know, honestly, I could care less who wins this one. I'm gonna go with Oakland <laughs> because I think Oakland deserves to at least win one playoff game based off of the season they had. Unfortunately, they lost two quarterbacks in two games. So that does not happen often in the NFL. So I feel bad for them. But I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Next year, they're going to be beastly. Beastly. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, this, this team is – they they are poised. Uh, if they can keep everything together. And it's unfortunate they lost Carr. 
But um, this team, if they can keep everything together, is going to be a team that's going to be around for a while. Um, B, what about you, man? Oakland versus Houston, man. Who wins? Um, man, that, that, Texas defense has been playing good. Um, dang, the backups. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Houston since everyone else said Oakland. I'm, I'm, I'm going Houston just just based off defense. Just off the just. Uh, Houston Texans defense been playing good, so I'm just gonna I'm just going and they at home, so I'm just gonna kind of steamroll with that. I'm going with the home yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you, man, and I and I agree with Ken. Like I have, I'll be watching this game, but I have very little interest in this because I think Raiders. It seems like it seems like their confidence is just gone after. Uh, I mean, it's gotta be. Car went it's out. Gotta I, I feel like they just don't have nothing left. Like they just gonna pack it up. And just have an early vacation, and I think Houston gonna win. Go ahead and win this game. It's gotta be. I'm gonna be honest, man. I until he came into the game the other day, I had no idea that Connor Cook was on their roster. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> I remember Connor Cook at Michigan State. You know, I, I, if I'm not be you, correct me if I'm wrong. He had a pretty decent junior year, a so-so senior year. Um, but I, I like I said, I didn't even know he was even in the league, and so I. I I'm going to say Houston wins this. I mean, the score might be like 10 to 7. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of defense, but um, two backup quarterbacks, man. I mean, this, is, this isn't the Super Bowl, man. This is the tidy bowl. Um, so, yeah, this is the and, – and I think the NFL knew what it was doing because they put this game on first um, just to get it out the way. Yeah. Um, so let's move on uh, to the Saturday night game. Uh, Primetime, Detroit versus Seattle. B, what's up, man? The Lions are going into Seattle, going against the 12th man. Uh, the Lions, I think, have lost three straight. Um, you said it right here, and I don't know if you jinxed them a couple of weeks ago. I think it might have been on our last show. You was like, man, the Lions are going to blow this three-game lead that they got. And subsequently, the Lions blew the three-game lead that they had over Green Bay, uh, giving up the division to the Green Bay Packers after losing this past Sunday to the Packers at home, nonetheless. Um so man, it's your hometown team, man. Who wins this one? Seattle, and I understand only just because I never trust. I should have looked this up too when we, before we went to this, but like Detroit's roll record since we've had Matthew Stafford against a winning team is like is awful. I'm talking about awful, awful, mm. awful. <laughs> and you know, I think and then Seattle been undefeated at home in the playoffs for like the last three seasons or something like that, or, or four seasons, something. Like that. Yeah, they, they've had a pretty good record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, people saying, yeah, um, you know, Earl, they haven't been the same since Earl Thomas been gone. You know, they dysfunctional right now. Da 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 da. da. But you know, this is playoff football. I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna they they experience. Whatever they, whatever dysfunctional they had, that was regular season. This is playoffs. I'm pretty sure they about to be locked in, and they're gonna be like, we are not about to let no Detroit Lions come in our house and beat us in the playoffs. I just don't trust Matthew Stafford on the road, man. I just don't trust him. I, he, I you know, unless he had a better road record against winning teams, I would feel a little confident. But I just don't feel confident in Matthew Stafford going into this uh, game. I mean, and if I would have had to pick an upset, this would have been an upset pick. But I just don't trust Detroit on the road. Going against Seattle, if it was if it was probably anyone else, I would probably feel a little be like, you know, we might have a shot. But Seattle, man, you know that experience, defense, and all. I no, we're not going to win that game. 
so what what has been the uh and I know you you've been very vocal and like I said you talked about it on here. What's what's been the, the, the mood in Detroit, man, having blown the lead over the last couple of weeks? It's like a oh, you know, we 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 seen this before. Like we saw that we saw this coming. When we lost once we lost to Dallas, it was like everybody was just like, uh oh, this is Detroit. Doing what Detroit and I was warning people, man. We was on like that little five. <laughs> we was on that five game winning yeah, streak, yeah. and then people were starting to put like, you know what? I think possible Matthew Stafford might be MVP. I'm like, no, no, and no. I say, y'all, calm down. This is Lions is gonna do. We've been lifetime fans. We know what's gonna happen. We've seen this story play out too many times. Lions has not proved me wrong or proved me otherwise. That every time when I get my hopes up, that's why I didn't get my hopes up. Every time when I get my hopes up and think we're about to turn a new leaf, Lions just turn around and show me why they're the Lions. And I just be like, oh, my freaking God. Like, people talk about never trust Atlanta teams. You think I'm like, <laughs> a Detroit Lions team? Come on. It's like, until they prove me wrong, I'm not. I, I'm going into this thinking we're going to lose. We haven't won a playoff game since 91. We haven't won a division since 93. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's, it's what to expect. It's what it's, this is what I expect. I'm, uh, it's awful that I have, to, as a fan, I have to expect us to lose. It shouldn't be that way. But this is what you mm-hmm. expect when the product is always going out there. They play with your emotions. They get you all high up and happy and thinking that they about to turn new leaf. Oh, snatch right back out. We choked the NFC. We could have swept Green Bay last year, but we didn't know how to play freaking defense. On a freaking Hail Mary pass, you could have put all your tallest players back there, but you didn't. I don't know, man. It's just this is bad. It's just too much disappointment. So I'll be I'll be shocked. I will be shocked if we win this game. I'll actually be surprised. I'm not gonna be saying, oh hell yeah, we about to win the right. Super Bowl like that. But I will be surprised. And then I think we're gonna lose the next round anyway. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, we had I had to go to B first, man, just to because <laughs> I know he had a lot to say. Um, Ken, what about you, man? Uh, Detroit versus Seattle, man. Now, like I said, it's a Saturday night game, man. Who wins this one and why? Well, you know, I, I'm one of the, the 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 I'm one of those out there that's saying that Seattle hasn't looked the same since Earl Thomas uh, left. But Russell Wilson is a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, they've been there twice. They know what it takes, and um, and Jimmy Graham is back. Um, so, and, and and the other thing, I, like I want to pick Detroit so bad, I really do, but Stafford hasn't been the same since he broke his finger. Theo Riddick is on IR. <clears throat> Nobody's really stepping up at the wide receiver position uh, the way they were earlier. Golden Tate's hit and miss. Marvin Jones can't get separation. Like, there's so many things that, that's going against them. Dwayne Washington can't get on the field. They lost Amir Abdullah to IR. Um, they're just not in a position to beat Seattle right now. They're just banged up. I got to go with Seattle, man. And, and and even when B was talking, I'm like, man, I'm going to pick Detroit, man. I'm going to send them all the positive vibes. <laughs> Because, you know, Earl Thomas, man, Earl Thomas not there, but that finger, Theoretic, he needs Theoretic. Theoretic, for people that haven't watched Detroit or know anything about Detroit, that he's a very important piece to them. He's the safety valve for 
Matthew Stafford when nobody can get open. And that happens a lot. So, so you right. know, becomes his guy. He dumps it off to him and the guy is quick and shifty and he can, you know, he can make a lot of things happen. So, you know, you hear them coming out the backfield, he'll get you five, six yards and he shortens the, the, the down, down the distance, but I'm gonna go with Seattle, man. I, I wanted to go with Detroit. I came in saying I'm gonna pick Detroit, but I'm gonna be smart here and, and go with Seattle. What about you, Vivo, man? Detroit versus Seattle, man. They're going into the uh, the unfriendly confines of uh, the stadium and the 12th man. They got to deal with the noise. They got to deal with Russell Wilson, man. How do you see this thing playing out? Uh, B kind of touched on it. Um, there's a connection, B, to the state of Georgia and your starting quarterback, bro. There is a connection. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. You cannot trust Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions, man. Uh, I, look. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair because I think Seattle themselves struggle to score. You really can't trust them offensively. Um, but I, I, I see I, – I definitely think Seattle's going to win. Um, I see it like 21-13, something like that, something, you know, 19-12, something, you know, something ugly. It, it ain't going to be pretty. It, it's just not. Because Seattle's defense is still a pretty good defense. Um, I, I think, you know – for the most part, they're going to have their way with Detroit. And it's just going to be an ugly game, man. Okay, okay. I, I, I think this is going to be a close game, man. I, Seattle. But, you know, I, I think – excuse me, I want to go with Detroit. But I think uh, I think Seattle's going to pull it out. And I, I, want, I actually want Seattle to win because I want Seattle to come – because if Seattle wins, they come here to play the Falcons. And – I think the Falcons won a little payback, and I would like to see the Falcons beat Seattle in the Georgia Dome. So, um, so I'm actually I'm actually pulling for Seattle to win, um, but I think it's going to be a good game. I think I think Seattle wins thirty to twenty seven. I think Stafford will do a lot, um, but I think ultimately it's going to be Russell Wilson and that running game that's starting to pick up toward the end of the season. Um, I think that's going to. Um, I think that's going to be their saving grace uh, as they play at home. Um, Man, Matthew Stafford lost 41 road games since he's entered the NFL. Damn. <laughs> but he's <laughs> – you know, I don't even have a comeback. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but but, but people, people think Detroit going to win this game. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, all right. So, we got those two games. Okay, so now we flip it over to Sunday. Uh, we got Miami at Pittsburgh. FIFA, how do you see that one playing out? Oh, you, you should already know. If you watch the show, you know who I picked to make the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with them. I said it a couple weeks ago. I'm sticking with it because I picked it. They're playing hot at the right time right now, both of those squads. I'm definitely going with Pittsburgh, even though I'm from Miami. But um, look, okay, man, okay. I, I think Pittsburgh is just peaking at the right time. Uh, I think they have a couple injuries on that offensive side, don't they? A couple of their weapons. Pouncey, I'm not sure Pouncey is back. Okay. So, either way, Pittsburgh is peaking at the right time. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Miami has a much improved defense. Offensively, they're still, eh. I'm picking Pittsburgh to go the whole way. Okay. So there you have it. There you have it. He's sticking with his, his initial pick. 
Um, Ken, what about you, man? Uh, Miami at Pittsburgh. Who wins this one and why? Uh, the Steelers will win it. You know, um, I mean, experience. And mainly because Ryan T- – well, this, they're saying Ryan, Ryan Tannehill may play, um, but I don't think it'll make much of a difference. If, you, if, if Matt Moore are walking out there, they damn sure don't uh, really stand <laughs> much of a chance to win. Um, even though he loves to throw the ball downfield, and he is not afraid to throw the ball downfield, but he's throwing to Jarvis Landry and Devontae Parker as talented and athletic as Devontae Parker is. He's – Still Devontae Parker, uh, mm-hmm. and he still has room to grow. So, outside of that, what else you got? Jai, so maybe you can run on them. Um, but you know, I think the Steelers, the way they won that game, the way they beat sorry ass Joe Flacco, um, on the last second, uh, <laughs> knocked them out of the playoffs. Um, you know, I think they're on a high, man, and I think they believe their chances. And when you got Le'Veon Bell and Antonio, like you have weapons, legit weapons at every single position that can explode at any given moment, you got to like their chances. Um, so I, I like the Steelers to win this game. What about you, B? Uh, Miami headed to Pittsburgh. Who wins this one and why? Um, I, I got Pittsburgh, man, because um, I'm actually hoping Pittsburgh – Meet up and beat New England Patriots. That's what I'm hoping for. Just, uh, just because of all the whole Terry Bradshaw talk about Mike Tomlin. So you know, I'm rooting for Pittsburgh. I'm rooting for Pittsburgh. So I, ho- I hope they, I hope they win this game against Miami. Even though you know, you know, just think a couple years ago, people were saying like, yeah, Miami not going to be a winning, you know, da 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 da, saying all these things about Miami ain't going to be a winning team for a while and all that stuff. But Miami, they got it together, man, and, and they, they balling. So, um, but yeah, I got Pittsburgh, man. I, I think offensively, I think Bell and you have two, you have two, you have the two best guys at their position on the same team. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, that's what more can I say about that? Long as their defense, and it seems like their defense is starting to click a little more as these since the month of December. So, right, you know, hopefully, I think I think Steelers can go ahead and make this run, man. But yeah, I, I got them beat Miami. Ken, uh, everybody in the chat room is taking. Uh, issue with you slandering Joe Flacco again for the 136th time on this show. <laughs> Joe hasn't proved me wrong yet. <laughs> okay, okay. We need to have an entire show about that. Joe Flacco, LeBron versus that's why. That's why we need to bring the videos back. Yo, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That's LeBron versus Kobe. Joe Flacco. Why can't hate Joe Flacco? Argument we always have. Um, but yeah, those two right there. Oh my gosh! Um, I don't really have much on this game, and I think Pittsburgh wins. I think they went pretty easy, thirty-one fourteen. Um, if Tanny Hill doesn't play, they really could get run off the field. Um, not that I really believe in Tanny Hill that much, but um, but yeah, I, I like Pittsburgh, and I, I, to be honest, I think Pittsburgh Pittsburgh might be the only team I think that could stand in the way of New England making the. Uh, making the, the Super Bowl again because um, they're balanced on both sides of the ball. Um, other than that, man, and, and I don't even want to talk about New England just yet. We'll save that for next week. But, um, but yeah, I like Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh to win this one pretty, pretty easy. Um, moving what over the to this. What's up? See, this, I don't know why they always posting this stuff about Matthew Stafford. It doesn't mean nothing because he had one crap. Matthew Stafford, <laughs> Matthew Stafford joined Peyton Manning, Matt Ryan, and Danny Marino as the only QB in NFL history to throw for three thirty thousand yards their first eight seasons. 
It's impressive, mm-hmm. but he don't got nothing. It's very impressive. Is it, you, and, and I God. think, if I'm not mistaken, Stafford has thrown Stafford may be the quickest to thirty thousand. Um, yeah. so I mean that's yeah. it's, that's something to be proud of, but I no, mean, it ain't no, not not we don't go playoff wins and nothing's going on. What'd you say? What'd you say, Ralph? He probably got more losses than all of those quarterbacks in that. Yeah, game too. you just you heard what I just said. Yeah. I said well, he has 41 road losses. Road losses. And, and you know what? That's not even including the two playoff losses that he didn't have. So at 43, if you want to tally that up, so he got 43 road losses. But you quick, to, but you the first with that, to join Dan Marino for 30,000 passing yards in the first eight seasons. Get out of here. <laughs> And y'all know B gonna be talking about this the rest of the night. Um, okay, so moving on to the NFC, uh, the late game on Sunday afternoon, the New York Giants heading into the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who is red hot, by the way. Uh, it's been pointed out uh, that the Giants' two last Super Bowl runs have come through Green Bay. Uh, this Giants team is looking similar to uh, the previous Giants teams of the past that have went to the Super Bowl. Um, Cam, man, who do you like in this game, man? Eli versus Aaron Rodgers. Discount double check. Uh, that man is just – confidence goes a long way, man, and that team is on fire right now. I know the Giants' defense is good. Everybody's talking a lot about it. But, man, when you have great quarterback play and you have a great quarterback like him, he – at some point, he'll figure it out, and um, and and they'll make the adjustments that they need. Um, so I like I like Aaron Rodgers. They've been in playoff mode since he said we got to run the table, mm-hmm. and you know I, I think that that matters, and I think that that counts for something. So for them, running the table is all the way to the Super Bowl and winning it. So I like them. Uh, look, I I I understand that. Washington, um, no. I understand that the Giants were on cruise control in the second half of that game. But in the first half, they were not. And if you can't put up points on Washington's sorry-ass defense, that's (laughs) a problem. And they were not even – first of all, that shows how bad Kirk Cousins is – um, in, in games that matter. He couldn't even beat a team that wasn't even trying to win. Um, he threw the game away, but that's another topic. Um, but, yeah, if you can't put points on on on, on Washington, man, yo, like, what you're going to do against, against you know, Green Bay? And Green Bay's defense is not that good, but um, you're going to need points to win. And I, everybody's holding on to playoff Eli, but I'm not. I'm not. I've seen this all. <laughs> All year long, and I think it may have looked good two or three times, you know, this year. Um, because I had him on my fantasy team, and I can tell you, Eli, Eli Manning wasn't all that great, even though I won the fantasy football title with him. That's beside the point. Uh, he wasn't all that great this year. Um, so yeah, nah, give, give me, give me a discount, double check in this one, man. I mean, this dude is winning with a, a, a wide receiver converted to a running back. And Ripkowski, and all Ripkowski does is get the ball and run forward, hit somebody at the <laughs> two yards in, and falls forward for another three yards because they can't bring it down, and it, four or five yard carry. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, he he is doing it with a running back wearing number eighty-eight. <laughs> 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 FIFA, what about you, man? Uh, Giants at Green Bay, man. Who wins this one and why? Hey. That's my other Super Bowl pick if you've been watching Dead End Sports, the damn Green Bay Packers, and they are also peaking at the right damn time. Look, man, if, I, if I'm right, if I'm right, I've been right about the damn NBA championship, and I've been right about NFL. I don't want to hear nothing no more. I wear the ultimate crown on this show if it happens. Now, with all that being said, look, man, I, I've been talking about the Packers, to everybody that wants to listen. Y'all going to listen because y'all watching. I'm not betting in the NFC against Aaron Rodgers. The frozen tundra is already an advantage, and he plays there like he's playing anywhere else in the NFL, right? You mean to tell me if they – when they win this game, because they're definitely going to beat the Giants. When they win this game, they either go – what is it, to Atlanta – Right, if if they win, they go to Atlanta, don't they? Yeah, no, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta yeah, they, I they, know they, Atlanta plays the higher seed, and Dallas. Plays. Yeah, Atlanta would play the higher seed. So, if it Green be, Bay wins, right. Green Bay would be coming to Atlanta. If the Giants win, that would they would be headed to Dallas uh, to Dallas, Dallas exactly. to play Dallas for the third time. So well, it depends on if, if Detroit's win and if Dallas. If, well, if, if Detroit, Detroit the Giants look, win, look, look, Detroit is going to play Dallas, and the Giants going to play the Falcons. We're we're assuming that Detroit's going right, to right, right. I'm just saying like exactly. the different scenario. So, so 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 Green, look, man, Aaron Rodgers is about to put us on ridiculous numbers in that frozen tundra. Then you mean to tell me he's going to get a vacation up here at a, 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 a at the dome, at the dome, the hot, arguably the hottest quarterback in the NFL right now, bro. Look, I think to beat, and I, and obviously I'm jumping ahead of myself. To beat the Falcons, you got to mm-hmm. score. 32-plus points. If it comes right. down to a duel between Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, I'm putting my money on Aaron, Mudder, Rodgers, discount, double-check himself, man. I'm telling you, look, the Packers are going to make the Super Bowl. Guaranteed. Okay, okay. B, what about you, man? Um, how do you see this one playing out? Um. Yeah, Green Bay. Just cause. Uh, yeah, just cause. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, man. Jesus Christ, it's amazing how. Isn't it amazing how with that with that particular team? You know, when they was four and six, people was questioning Aaron Rodgers' leadership ability, and is he able to lead a team? Is what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, this Aaron Rodgers, that. This is why I hate like predicting football in late September and October because it's like it's still a lot of football left. This dude was four right. and six and won ten straight games. I mean, six straight games, and won a and won a division title again for the fifth time in six years. Like, Jesus, man, that dude is on the road, man. Aaron Rodgers is on the road. When that dude is when he is clicking on all cylinders like that, man, he is by far hands down the best QB in the league. When he's clicking like that, man, like that dude. I mean, he can do it all. When he's in that, I can do it all mode. Ain't nobody touching Aaron Rodgers, man. And and I, I really think they're going. Like people said, you playing in the frozen tundra, that's nothing but like another that's like that's like taking a nice hot shower for us. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing. <laughs> slanging that thing still, you know what I'm saying? And and, and not saying that Giants don't play in cold, because you know they, they got an open dome. It's it, it gets cold there in the in the later uh, months of the season. But 
Yeah, man, it's, it's nothing like Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, they're playing out there in Lambeau Field, playoff game. Them boys going to be ready. Yeah, they're going to get it, man. I, I think Green Bay going to get it. I think it's going to be a little closer than what we anticipated, though, but I think Green Bay going to get it. I think this is um, – and, and I mentioned earlier, I think Detroit's going to lose. So, I think Green Bay uh, going up against the Giants. I like the Giants in this. I like the Giants winning a close shootout. 38-35. Uh, this would, if, if this scenario plays out with with Detroit losing, obviously this would set up uh, the third meeting, the third and epic meeting between Dallas and the Giants, with the Giants winning two uh, previous uh, games during the regular season. But um, Rodgers is playing lights out. Uh, if Eli can not turn the ball over, um, I like the I like the Giants' chances in this. This. The Giants, I think the thing that's been really impressive to me is that how they've been able to get to the passer. Even with losing JPP, uh, this defense is, is balling out of control. And I think when you have a defense that's playing well in the playoffs, either one or two things are going to happen. Either you have to stop people or you're going to have to outscore people. Um, and I think Green Bay has the capability of, of outscoring teams, but defensively they're not going to stop anybody. And um, – they've been able to get ahead on teams and, and, and make them become one dimensional. Um, but I, I like the giants in this, man. I like Eli. I like playoff Eli. Um, I think this, and there's another reason why I think this game is on Sunday afternoon uh, for a reason. This is the last game, last playoff game of wildcard weekend. The NFL knew exactly what they were doing. When it came to the scheduling of this, because I think this is probably on paper is this is the best game that we'll see uh, over the weekend. Hopefully we'll get four great games. Um, I think I think this is going to be a, a really really good weekend for football uh, with the playoff games and then the national championship game on Monday night. And of course, we'll be right back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk about it. Um, moving on, uh, real quick, man. A lot of a lot of talk has been we mentioned it maybe about three or four weeks ago about the MVP, the NFL MVP. Uh, you know, we've asked whether or not uh, Thomas Brady was in the discussion. Um, the season's over. So right now you got one vote. FIFO, who gets your vote for NFL MVP and why? I got to go with the hometown, man. I, I got to go with Matt Ryan. I, I got to I gotta go with Matt Ryan. And, and here's the thing. It, with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, every single year they're going to be in a discussion mm-hmm. until they're not. So, 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 so you kind of just put them there. What Brady was able to do missing four, the first four games is, look, man, we, we, Tom Brady is the best quarterback to play in the NFL. It, look, let's just give it to him. It is what it is. He wins with big names, no big names, and he's having another great season. You look at some of the other people that are in contention. We, we have Zeke, you know what I'm saying, from Dallas, the rookie, the running back. Mm-hmm. Um, running behind the best offensive line in the NFL. No detriment to him because uh, uh, um, what's his name from uh, the Oakland Raiders? That's his backup now. He he can't, he can't uh, McFadden. McFadden McFadden can't do that with with that great O line. You know the uh, what, what's his name? I want to call him Demico Ryan's. Um, who was the running back before? Demarco Murray. Um, Demarco Murray. Yeah. Demarco Murray. You know, and Ezekiel, if you are an elite running back in this league, you can get 1,500-plus yards behind that O-line. Again, no detriment to him, 
But if you are a top-tier running back, you can run behind that line. Dak Prescott definitely needs to be into the contention. But I don't think he's had a better season than Matt Ryan and or Tom Brady. Matt Ryan's my guy. Why? Because they have a historically great offense. He's done it without Julio Jones at times. And mm-hmm. he's been super efficient. And they are scoring the, the points. And they are winning games. You have to give credit for that. To me, Matt Ryan is the MVP of the 2016-2017 NFL season. Okay, okay. What about you, B? Who gets your vote for MVP? Yeah, um, I'm with people. I actually didn't even realize uh, Matt Ryan's numbers <clears throat> until I looked at him at the other the other day when they was talking about. Him. Yeah, um, you know he's um, second in, in in most passing yards with four thousand and nine hundred. Uh, lead lead the all QBs and QB rating with one seventeen point one. Um, he's uh, second in touchdown and most touchdown passes. Right, right behind above. who? Uh, behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got 40. Matt Ryan has 38. And both of them only have seven interceptions. So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know Matt I didn't know Matt Ryan numbers was this good this season until I actually looked at him. I'm not saying I didn't think he would I mean I didn't consider him until I saw his numbers. Like when I saw his numbers, I was like, oh damn. I said, Oh, that's the MVP. And and like people said, they win in games. You know what I'm saying? So they you, you won a you know, you won your division. You're scoring points at a good rate, and that was another good point. People said he did it a few times without your your go-to guy with Julio Jones. You know what I'm saying? He's able to spread the wealth to a lot of different players, man. And you know, so yeah, I, I until like what the day before yesterday, I didn't I did not even pay attention to Matt Ryan, and then I looked at his numbers and everything, and I was like, wow. I was like, that's that spells MVP right there. If that was Tom Brady, it would be an open and shut case yep, yep. for MVP. Right. So why 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 we can't have the same you know argument with uh, Matt Ryan? So I think Matt Ryan deserve he deserves it, and I think he should be the MVP for this year. Ken, what about you, man? Well, not only that, B he he played the whole season. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and he has what seven picks on the whole year. Yes. And people are raving about Tom Brady's two picks. Tom Brady played. And, and the Falcons played a lot of cupcakes too late. But so did Tom Brady. He didn't really play much competition. But – and people want to dismiss this like it means nothing. But if they went 3-1 and one without him. That means something. Exactly. That, mean, that means a lot to me. Yeah. So I don't – I don't. people are trying to find reasons or find a way to give it to Tom Brady. Look, man, he, he just – it's just not his year. And – I know that people feel one way or the other about Deflategate and whether or not it was it was wrong or, or right or whatever. The fact is it happened. And he lost four games because of it. And we were able to see on uh, 25% of the season, um, a quarter of the season, how valuable he was to, to his team. And they managed to squeeze out three wins with Jacoby Brissett, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and guys that people probably didn't even really know. I know damn well y'all didn't know Jacoby Brissett. So nope. <laughs> we have someone, we have a candidate, and I'm with BFIFO. We have a guy that has the numbers, that did it over a full season. 
just go ahead and give it to him and let that be that. If if he didn't have the numbers, if his numbers look like Dak Prescott, right, I, I can hear your argument because he did what Dak did in, in lesser games, even though Dak didn't mm-hmm. really play for the last two. But, you know, I, 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 can, I can hear your argument, but right now Matt Ryan's numbers are superior than his, and – you can say that it's because he played four more games than than he did, and you would be factually correct. Right. But you can't give him stats that he don't have, and he doesn't have them. So give it to Matt Ryan. He deserved it. They won the division. This team is the second seed. And I think the other thing that BNF said um, that I really didn't even think about until they said it, he made Taylor Gabriel into a star. And to somebody that mm-hmm. everybody was talking about that Cleveland didn't know how to do it. Julio Jones. Cleveland cut him. Cleveland yeah. cut him this year. Julio Jones sat out for multiple games. They still Three kept games. Him. Three games, yep. Three games. He still was putting up numbers, um, which is very Brady-esque when you put anybody on the field and I'm going to still get mine. Um, so it, it's his, man. Just go ahead and give it to that man. And, um, and Brady can get it next year. Um, because I'm, he'll probably end up doing the same thing uh, next year. But it's just not his this year. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree, man. I think, um, it's, I think it's definitely Matt Ryan's. Um, I'll be honest, and you guys know I'm a, I'm a Falcon fan. Um, one thing you have to keep in mind, and a couple of people mentioned this in the chat room, and I totally – I don't know how I forgot about it, but the Falcons had the hardest schedule this season of all the NFL teams. And I remember listening to a local radio station and uh, someone in the preseason mentioned the fact that they felt like this Falcon offense could lead the league in, in, in as far as points scored per game, that they were that explosive. And when I heard it, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, there's no way in hell this offense is going to lead the league in scoring points. Um, they did. I mean, averaging like 35 points a game. And I think they finished eighth. Uh, as far as the amount of points scored in NFL history, historically, as far as offense is concerned. Um, and nobody saw this coming, it's particularly with the schedule that was lined up for them. And they beat everybody that's on their schedule, you know, 11 and five winning the division, going away, blowing everybody out. Um, and this, this Falcon teams feel different than previous Falcon teams because Ryan has so many weapons. It's not just Julio Jones. It's numbers. Like Ken mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, Taylor Gabriel has just as many touchdown passes as Julio Jones. And Julio Jones is a mm-hmm. arguably top two, top, top three receiver in the NFL. Um, you know, there's, I think, 13, 14 different guys that have scored touchdowns from his passes. And keep in mind, this is a team that lost their starting tight end uh, in um, – what's the tight end's name? I forgot his name just that fast. He's out for the season. The guy right. that came over from Denver. Oh. Um, in the chat room. Um, but nonetheless, man, yeah, I, I'd give it to Matt Ryan. I think it's, you know, it, what Brady has done has been incredible, but you can't discount the fact that they went three and one without him. So that lets me know that the Patriots, Bill Belichick is more valuable than Tom Brady. Now, you, granted, you got to give Brady credit because he did a lot of this without Gronk. Um, and he's doing it with, you know, bum receivers who most of us, Jacob Tammy, that's the receiver. Thanks, Um Daniel in the chat room for mentioning um, Falcons lost uh, Jacob Tammy. Um, but Brady's done it with smoke and mirrors and he's, and he's always done it with no name receivers with the exception of the one year that, you know, that he had Moss. 
But um, I, I think Zeke definitely is in the discussion. I think Dak Prescott's definitely in the discussion. But if I have, if you're talking most valuable player, I think it's Matt Ryan. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and somebody's mentioned this saying that, you know, Brady's in the situation same where, which I totally disagree, where LeBron is where we find a reason not to give it to LeBron or we find a reason not to give it to Brady. Brady wasn't there for four games. You know, it, he just wasn't. So, and unlike the NBA, you know, four games matter because there's only 16 games to play. So if, the Patriots had gone 0-4, and then Brady comes back and they win 12 straight, by all means, give it to them. But the fact that they were 3-1 and with some bum quarterbacks, nah, that tells me that as a game, you know, as he prepares for each week, is more valuable than Tom Brady is. So, yeah, Matt Ryan, man, I, I'll, I'll give him the, my vote for MVP. Um, so we'll, we'll see how this plays out. I mean, like Ken said, I think and it's almost like they're looking for a reason to give it to Brady. Uh, moving on to the NBA, moving on to the NBA, man. We 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 talked via text, the four of us, but we haven't had a chance to uh, catch up as far as the NBA is concerned. Um, over the Christmas break, the Warriors uh, and Cleveland Cavaliers did battle, and with the Cavaliers coming out on top uh, in Cleveland, a great game from LeBron James and the rest of the crew. Uh, FIFA, what do you take, if anything, from that game uh, for what most people are saying is going to be a preview of the finals? Of course, there's some NBA teams that have something to say about that, but what did you take from that game if you took anything from that game? Oh, you got to take something from that game because because here's the thing. Like, last year when uh, they got blown out, their Christmas game in Golden State, we knew Cleveland had a long way to go before they can compete on that level. What we saw this past Christmas is the better team won. And I'm and there's a couple of reasons why. Cleveland overall is a better, deeper team than Golden State. LeBron James was already in the head of Kevin Durant. You know how I feel about Kevin Durant. If you watch Dead End Sports, I call out Kevin Durant constant. Look, man, there's no way that the last possession of the game, you get in top of the There's just no – that's not supposed to happen. Where's your balance? Where's your muscle? Where's your leverage? That's not supposed to happen. Richard Jefferson did not come and hit the brakes too late and just bump you with all of his mass and, 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 and torque and all of that. That did not happen. You are slight of frame, and you come up short in big moments. And it feels like somebody always has to smack KD upside the head for him to get his mind right. LeBron has a little bit of that too, but not the same. This past finals, LeBron and Kyrie got into the entire Golden State mindset, and especially their unanimous MVP, Mr. Stephen Curry. Steph Curry's kryptonite is Cleveland. Steph Curry's kryptonite on a daily basis is guarding opposing point guards. Kyrie has feasted and will continue to feast on Golden State. In addition to LeBron feasting and continually, continuously feasting on Golden State. And now we add K-Love. 
that he all of a sudden in that game seven found his game and has been balling ever since then. And he balled against Golden State. Yo, what we have to take away from this is that Kyrie and LeBron are too much for Golden State overall. And now when you add the depth, the different type of lineups, the fact that K-Love is playing like a true all-star, and I'm going to feel some type of way if he does not make the all-star team this year, Cleveland is the better team, and they are going to win again. And it should be three in a row, barring – and the only reason why it is the three in a row is because of injury. Because if LeBron would have just had Kyrie – they would have won three in a row because Golden State was truly not ready that first year. And we saw what happened last year. And I think, this is just me, it's not going to take seven games this year. Just heard it here first. Wow. You, you went out. I didn't hear you. It's not going to take seven games for Cleveland to win the finals. Okay. How, you think they're winning in what, six, five? You will know when we get closer. Okay. But it's not going to take seven. You heard heard it here first, folks. You heard it here, folks. We heard it here first. Uh, B, what about you, man? What do you take from that game, if anything? Um, Didn't take nothing, really. Just another regular season game played on Christmas. Um, Bobby. Different intensity, B. You can't tell me that's not playoff intensity. (laughs) I mean, it's playoff intensity, but I'm not. It's December, you know. You know how I am, man. I wait for playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs when stuff get real, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna base. I'm not gonna base the season on that schedule. You, you, you circle certain games. That 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 that's just not a regular game. But that's cool if you don't take nothing. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't take nothing from it because it's a regular season game in December. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna base a, a majority of season played off of off of. A regular season game, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going fast forward to June because of December 25th or whatever. Um, a lot can happen. I mean, hell, remember, remember when what you call it was that uh, when when LeBron went to Miami and and Brooklyn Nets served Miami all four or five times they played in the regular mm-hmm. season. Yeah, they got swept. Yeah, yeah they got swept. and then when they play them in the playoffs, what happened? <laughs> Miami, Miami beat them. You know what I'm saying? But everybody was like, "Oh, we clearly mean those weren't two teams on the same level. These two teams are on the same level." But I mean, I'm just saying. But people were saying that though. They was like, "Oh man, Garnett is is." is people are stupid, B. They are. They were like, you know, Garnett taking it to Chris Bosh. You know, Chris Bosh is soft and da 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 da. And you know, I was just like, y'all, it's a regular season freaking game. So you know, I don't, I don't get too much. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that you know. I mean, I still think Golden State oppose a threat. I mean, because because I mean, it's, they Golden State, they got KD to the mix. So I'm pretty sure they make some adjustments if, 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 once they meet in the NBA Finals for the third straight time. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's. I can see it going seven again. I don't know. I, I can't really say Cleveland to get them in six or five um, because I still think Golden State haven't figured it out yet. So I, I you know, um, like Ken, I think Ken, me and Ken talked about this before. Like. We still don't know whose team it is. Like, for one minute we say it's KD, then Stephen Curry take it back, then it's KD's team, and it's Stephen Curry. So it's like I, I think they still need to figure it out yet, man. I think once they figure it out, man, I think Golden State would be scary. But, you know, yeah, if Golden State play like this and look shook like this going into the series, then I can see why people would say <laughs> Cleveland going to take them in five and six games because Golden State looks shook. 
they, they need to go back to the drawing board and, and do something before before they meet them again in the finals. Ken, what about you, man? What did you take from this, if any? Um, LeBron James is nowhere near intimidated by this team. He respects them, but he's not intimidated by this team at all. And that was evident by him jacking up four damn threes uh, in the third he was quarter. Hot. He was hot. He was hot. You didn't know he was hot. <laughs> I think that was just – I think part of that was just, you know what, this is just a regular season game. We're going to play through it. Um, because the game was kind of, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of starting to get away. And he just pulled a three. He did do a heat check. Like when he pulled up from the logo by half court, I was like, okay, yeah. He he don't even care about them. That was so disrespectful um, to me when I saw that. And and there's just certain things that I, I see. And that right there told me, I'm like, he just don't give a damn about Golden State because he knows that if I meet you in the finals, I'm going to pop you again. That's his feeling. And when they got down by 14, and then Kyrie just took over the game. And here's the thing about that, right? And FIFO said this in the text that we had. They can't stop Kyrie. I rewatched that game. Nope. And they put everybody on him. Clay. Kramer. Steph. I think maybe. They put everybody they had on Kyrie Irving, and nobody stopped him. No. And, and the other thing about that fourth quarter is, excuse the French, but they just shit it all over them. RJ, Richard Jefferson dunked on Kevin Durant. And then winked at him. He dunked him. And then winked at him. He winked Richard at Kevin Jefferson Durant. Duncan back like, and forth. What, what you going to say, B? He winked at him after he dunked on him, too. I love it. Yeah, and then got a tech for it. And then LeBron came and dunked on Draymond. Like that – so the momentum slowly started to build. And it just it – just, and you could just – the Cavaliers turned into bullies. And it seemed like with every dunk they st- or whatever big play, they started to lose more and more confidence. Now, I'd say this one thing. Steph Curry hit a big shot to put them up three. Um, to uh, 108-105. He thought it was over. And for a minute, I'll be honest, I'm like, damn, man. Oh, wow, that was that was big. But, you know, Kyrie came back and, and did his thing. And, and and Golden State lost their composure. But from what I saw, man, Golden State had some problems. Um, they can beat a lot of teams. They'll, they'll beat a lot of good teams. They'll beat some great teams. I don't even know they're going to make it to the finals. They don't have that rim protector, man. They missing the rim protector. Hey, JaVale McGee is nice for them. And, and, and he hasn't yeah, been so in the full, you, you, like, like he typically is, but he's been balling for them. I think by the end of the season, he might be the starter. I think he probably should be starting. But, you know, I, you might be right, people. We'll see. You but for me, man, basketball like, IQ playing there. Well, you know, I, I think the other thing, man, it, it, it takes – for me, the other thing I saw in that game is that it seems like everything has to go perfect for Golden State in order for them, in order for them to win games or close to perfect because the Cavs were not really playing, like, their game. Like, they were in the game, but LeBron wasn't really playing really well. Kyrie wasn't really playing well. They really saved their parts for – the third and fourth quarter, LeBron in the third, and then Kyrie, of course, in the fourth. 
But in the first half, it was just kind of a lot of team ball. And let's not forget Kevin Love. He had 20 and 12, I think, in that game. And he's averaging 22 and 11 or something like that. He balling. Kevin Kevin Love, found. he, yeah. he playing like he found it. This, and and that, that's scary. And, and he was not intimidated either. Nope. Let me ask in something. No, not at all. Let me ask something real quick. Another thing that I'm taking away, not just from that game, but from, from like just the entire season, and this is the scary thing to me. I, I don't know if y'all out there have, have peeped this, but LeBron is learning how to play with Kyrie. Yeah. Evident in Kyrie's assist numbers. Yep. Kyrie has mm-hmm. had a string of double-digit double yep. games. And a lot of them are coming to LeBron when he's dancing on him, yep. shamming God, sham God and people. And he's and he's getting to that lane, and LeBron is making football cuts. LeBron yep. is most dangerous on the basketball court when he's making football cuts. Watch him and D Wade. Or these boys was throwing full court alley oops. LeBron every time D Wade made a move and they figured it out, LeBron was cutting right behind that. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's funny you say that because Kobe Bryant did a video about about. Like how how LeBron cuts to the basket like that, and no, oh, really? no one is, yeah, yeah. Kobe yeah. Bryant, he he actually made like a defensive video how teams should probably play defense against that, but teams are still not doing it. So yeah, you're right, you're absolutely right. And, and and when LeBron makes up his mind that he's gonna cut, and he has that chemistry, like yep. LeBron and Mo Williams do it a lot. Yep. Mo either attack from the wing or from the baseline, and LeBron is coming from that wing hard like this. Yep, drop pass, yeah. Watch Kyrie and LeBron as a tandem. It is so crazy because last year, Kyrie needed to learn how, or the year before, the first year together, right? Kyrie right. needed to learn how to play winning basketball, which LeBron was trying to teach. Then the second year, obviously Kyrie gets hurt, boom, boom. They go to the second year. LeBron has some more respect, but it's still your turn, my turn, your turn. Right now, they're starting to create that synergy where it's, I know what you're going to do, and that is extremely scary. I'm telling you, but the, the Cleveland team we see now, and this is part of the reason why B doesn't want to pick and he doesn't take it. The Cleveland team we see now is going to be light years better come playoff time. Watch. Well, JR is not there. Um, Shepard is actually shooting the ball a, better, a little bit better, it, it seems. Um, Kay Felder came in out of out of the blue, so they may have something there they can start to work in. And, and Liggins is playing great defense, so they have some pieces um, on that team. But but I want to go back to Golden State real quick and, and, and this KD Steph Curry thing um, because KD was balling like he was doing his thing, but them last like three minutes, <laughs> two minutes, he disappeared. Yeah, disappeared. He just fell apart, and it, it really happened when RJ dunked on him. Uh, he wasn't the same since. I wouldn't be the same, honestly. If I got dunked on on Christmas Day on national television, it wasn't like one of those cheap dunks. Like, it was, wow. like, really in your face. By, uh, like, a 36, 37-year-old. I don't know which one. I, which one did you, you guys like better, the one on KD or the one on Clay Thompson? Mm, the, one on the one on KD was kind of – I mean, well, both of them I thought were dope because – it's Richard Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? And like Richard Jefferson literally has been playing forever. Like, you know, like we remember Richard Jefferson in college. Like, and so to see Richard Jeff and, and quiet is kept. I mean, Richard Jefferson, especially for you 
young people who didn't see Richard Jefferson play early in his career, he was a dunker. He was so I, it wasn't so it's not I would say the for him to be dunking on somebody. That one on Clay was kind of because I think that. I think that, that, I think that KD that one changed, changed the whole mood. Like, like you said, Ken, KD wasn't the same. Like that was that was an emotional, and then he winked at him at the end. Oh man, like yeah, that that changed the whole. That changed KD after that. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Clay Thompson one was a meme though. The Clay Thompson one was a meme. But that was, a, and then he fell down. Man, that was a nasty one. But right, they really need to figure out who's whose team this is because. I still think Golden State is very, very dangerous. Yeah, um, but yeah. Steph Curry just hasn't been the same, man. And and I think he has more of an alpha in him. And Steph Curry on this team is what Kevin Durant was on the OKC team. You know, and, and that's kind of how I see it. So they're going to have to figure that out. In terms of basketball and sharing the ball, they'll always be able to systematically and, and, and as a team and a unit play well, but there are moments when you need stars to step up and who's going to be that guy. And I, I haven't quite seen that. Steph Curry right now is playing second fiddle to Kevin Durant. And I don't know if he's quite used to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if even go to State going to make it out of the, the finals. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that whenever we get there. Yeah, I, I think it's um, – I'm, I'm actually – the four, of you, the the three of you made some great points. I'm not even going to debate any of the points. I think I agree probably more with B. I don't really take much out of this, just because I think now here, here's one thing that I did take from this game. I was very and we talked we texted about it. I was very impressed with how both teams look at points defensively. You know, because it was one point in the third quarter. I think either second or third quarter, like when neither team could get a bucket. Like, both teams had – I mean, and, and they were literally shutting each other down on every possession. And it kind of took me back to game seven a little bit. Um, I don't put much into the regular season because I think there's so much basketball that has to be played. I think there's a lot of stuff that can happen as far as injuries. Hopefully nobody's injured because we want to see both of these teams at their best and at their strength. Um. FIFO makes a great point. Kyrie cannot be stopped. That's going to be the problem that Golden State is going to have because if you put Clay on him, then you risk losing what you what Clay gives you on the offensive end. And if you can't put Steph on him, I mean, we've already seen it. Steph and and Ty and, and I don't think Ty Lue got enough credit for this, but that series not only changed with LeBron's play, but it also changed because if you look at early in the series, Kyrie was the, was the defensive mark and they were going at him with Harrison Barnes. Then Barnes goes into a funk and then Steph Curry becomes the defensive mark. And they kept going at Steph no matter who had the ball. They were finding Steph and they were going right at him. And Steph is not going to be any better defensively this year than he was last year. I mean, let's just keep it real for what it, it is, what it is. But I think um, – I think what we saw is, like I said, for me, I was very impressed defensively with both teams had to do. I don't put much into the game because I think it's early in the season. The teams are kind of figuring each other. We've seen, I've seen Golden State play some games where, like Ken said, it looks like Steph is deferring to KD. KD is deferring to Steph. Um, Draymond is Draymond. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get from him on a, on a night-to-night basis. Um, Cleveland didn't have uh, Jr. 
which I think is a key component uh, in whatever run that they make. These are the two teams that we're going to see in the finals. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't put much into the regular season. I think when they play in Golden State, whenever that game is, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, I think Golden State holds serve. I think Golden State feels like they let one go because they were up, I want to say, 12 in the fourth quarter. 14. Go. 14, okay, that's even worse. Um, I agree with Ken, too, that LeBron, he respects him, but he don't fear him. You know, I mean, he's beating him once, and, and you know, there was a moment during that game in the second quarter where you see LeBron, when he started feeling it, like, okay, like, I can do this. Like, I'm used to playing against KD. This ain't no different. And you can kind of see the light go on. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out, particularly in a seven-game series. I'm interested to see the chess matches. Um, I agree 100% with FIFO. I think, and we've clowned him, but I think, uh, I think the big man is ultimately going to be um, JaVale McGee. Uh, I don't know what Zaza is going to give you other than six fouls. Yeah, and I, I didn't take much from the game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game, but I don't, I don't think one team has more advantage than the other. I, I fully expect Golden State to win at home. Um, and I don't think home court advantage is going to matter one way or the other because both teams are more than capable of winning on each other's home floor. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out uh, on a night-to-night basis because I think these teams are definitely checking for each other. Even when they're not playing each other, I think they're checking – they're checking the box scores. They're checking to see what's what and see who's doing what and how it's going. Um, moving on, as we mentioned the NBA, man, these last couple of weeks, and again, it's been two weeks since we've been together, but Russell Westbrook and James Harden have both been on a tear. We saw the other night where James Harden went for 53. He went for a triple-double. I think it was 53, 16, and 17 or something like that. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, so I'll start right there, FIFO, man. These last couple of weeks, not the whole season, but these last couple of weeks, who's been more impressive to you, Harden or Westbrook, and why? You, you know, man, like everybody's talking about this right now. And for me, it's honestly 50-50. It, it, it's okay. really – like I, I think you're splitting hairs. Um, but if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick Russell Westbrook. I think they both mean – the, the exact same to their team in terms of, like, MVP and all of that. But I think because in OKC, there's there's not really an offensive system. It's, it's Russell Westbrook. Even though you could kind of say the same thing for Houston, but Houston has a whole bunch of shooters out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it, it's, there's, a, there's an offensive system in place that we know is tried and true and is just revamped in Houston. Where in OKC, like we 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 talking about like the second leading scorer is, is Stephen Adams. Like like, hey, hey, I, I think Russ is doing more with less talent. I think Houston has a little bit more talent than OKC, and I think that's the difference for me. It comes down to the team and the okay. surrounding pieces. OKC has less than what Houston has right now, but in terms of actually comparing James Harden and Russ. Like okay, like we're splitting hairs, man. Like like both mm-hmm. of these guys are doing things that we have rarely seen or has never been done. James right. Harden is on pace to be the first guy to average twenty five points and twelve assists. Never been done. That Jeez. is that's crazy. And then 
Russell Westbrook, on the other hand, is averaging a triple-double. We haven't seen that in almost 40 years. So, so I, I don't know, man. Like, like, those guys are equal to me. But if I got to pick one, I'm picking Russ. Okay, okay. B, what about you, man? Uh, last couple of weeks, man, who's, who's been more impressive, Harden or, or Westbrook? Westbrook, just because he's just been a triple-double freaking machine, man. Um, but – Hey, the other night, James Harden did something. I think they said no other player has ever done in NBA Never. history is have a triple-double with 50 points and 15-plus rebounds and 15-plus assists. Like, yeah, that, that, and I didn't know that never been happened before, so that's pretty impressive. Like, and then low-key, James Harden is almost – he's almost averaging a triple-double. Hell, he's averaging 28 points. Um, um, no, 20, yeah, 28 points, 11, 11.9 assists, which he leads the league in assists per game, and eight rebounds. So, like – you know, but B, but B, what what about the other night when I text y'all? Westbrook had a triple double in the first, first half. half. Yeah, no, no, Westbrook, no, Westbrook. I mean, I would definitely have to go Westbrook, man. Like, I mean, what he's doing is freaking insane, man. Like, he's doing something that my dad swore that wasn't gonna happen again, and averaging triple double. And right now, he's on his way to doing that, man. At the way, at this pace, Russell Westbrook does not take. A play a night, nothing mm-hmm. off. This dude plays a hundred times a hundred every single time, man. It's, it's it's like amazing, like watching this. It's it's really cool witnessing this. Like it really is. Cause like I said, I always like like to see you know historic stuff getting broke broken in my lifetime, and I, I want to see it. So it's kind of cool seeing that like first thing. So I I really hope he do average a triple double. I really do. I honestly hey, do. Have you talked to your dad about it? Yeah. So what's he saying about Russ? Oh, he like he think he's gonna do it. Like my dad think he's gonna do it, and I'm like, damn, you think so? He was like, yeah, oh yeah, he gonna. Do it. I think he, I think he might, and he's saying the same reason that we all said. Like Russell does not take any plays off. So yeah, my dad like, man, I don't think I never saw that happen, but I think it's about to happen. Like he think it's go, he think he's about to average triple double this season. Like it's crazy. No doubt, no doubt. Ken, what about you, man? Like people said, it's kind of like splitting hairs, man, but who's been more impressive over these last couple of weeks? Well, I hate to be that guy, but um, I got to go with – I'm going to go – even though everybody's went with Russ, I'm going with Russ for a different reason. Um, okay. And mainly because while Harden's triple-doubles are impressive and a triple-double is a triple-double, right? can't overlook the fact that it is inflated – slightly by that system, which is a great system, and it fits them perfectly because they're just surrounded by guys that can shoot the ball. Um, you know, and I, rebounds, notwithstanding, that's a little bit more difficult to get, um, which is why he's not averaging a triple-double like Russell Westbrook. But um, the 50-point the fifty triple-double was more impressive uh, than most of the triple-doubles Westbrook has gotten. But overall, I like – Westbrook's more because in the half? Really, huh? But he got it in the half though. I know, but yeah, it, in a half. But the numbers <laughs> didn't go much higher for the rest of the game though. You, you still playing basketball against professionals. You I know. Triple double halftime, man. That's, that's Jason, tough. Jason Kidd has some triple doubles at the half, if I remember correctly, though. Not like that. I don't, I don't know about that, Ken. I think Rondo Not was. I just say that he did. I don't remember it. I don't know. I have to look it up. But I have to go to basketball reference. But either way, that's impressive. But 
Um, look, Russell Westbrooks is is just effort and trying to win the game, and and so is so is hard. And hard is not trying to get a triple double; they just happen. But that system they play in is incredible, and it fix it it is perfect for James Harden and D'Antoni's system um, because they just surrounded by guys that just jack it up from all over the place. Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon coming off the bench, hitting six threes. They got Trevor Ariza who can go for who can pop three or four threes. You know, um, they got Sam Decker's playing actually good ball. Right. You know, they got guys all over the place. But um, but Russ and Ru- Russ's effort, just him just trying to win the game because that's all they got. He doesn't really have a system like that. Um, it is impressive, man. So I gotta give it up to Russ. They're winning. That's the thing. Like they're winning games. Russ. The Oklahoma City Thunder, I want everybody to really understand, should not be winning games like that. They shouldn't have right. a winning record with the team that's on that court. This is all Russell. The job of a police officer can only be accomplished oh, with the – My bad. What the hell? <laughs> that was me. That was me. My bad. My bad. Hey, uh, FIFO. What up? Um, I want to I, I want to see James Harden do something that hasn't been done by a point guard um, since Nate Alterbrot, and that's lead the league in points and assists per game in the same season. Harden is fourth right now in points per game, but he's leading the league in assists per game with eleven with eleven point nine. Yeah, when, uh, Russ Nate, the league, right? Huh? Russ is leading the league in scoring, ain't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I crazy. Think, I thought he was second. I thought he was and second. Okay. Say what? Say what again, Real? I said that's crazy. Leading the league in scoring and averaging a triple double. Right, right. Like I said, I, I want to see James Harden do that. I want him to lead the league in, in scoring and, and, and lead the league in assists. I want to see him do that. Tiny Archibald, Nate Archibald did it in '73. He averaged 34 a game and averaged 11 assists a game for the entire. Mm. And he was like 5'11". He did it at like at a short height, which right. Barely, he was he wasn't even six feet. Um, man, who's been more impressive? I it's like people said it's it's like it's almost like splitting hairs, man. I I broke, but what Harden did the other night against the Knicks was incredible. I mean, a fifty three point. I mean, like, and here's the thing that I want everybody watching and listening to understand. It, and, and FIFO and, and B and Ken can attest to this because they play basketball. I didn't play basketball. It's hard as hell to get a triple-double. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. I mean, like, don't – we see it so often that I think people get a little misguided as to, you know, what it takes to get a triple-double. But it's hard as hell to get a triple-double, let alone to get a triple-double and a half, let alone to get a triple-double after scoring 53 points. Um. And Ken just just stole a little bit of my thunder. OKC is not supposed to be winning any games. I mean, like, even us included, we did not see OKC being as, as successful. I mean, we knew that they win some games. We, we didn't see them being as successful with Russ doing all of this without KD. And, I mean, what he's doing is, is incredible. I, but if I have to look at it over the context of the last couple of weeks, I would say what Harding, Harden has done has been impressive, but I, I'm – constantly impressed with Russell Westbrook if I watch him or if I catch the highlights. You know, it's just him. I mean, like like you said, Steven Adams is the second leading scorer. He's he's playing with a bunch of nobodies. And 
they're getting it done and they're winning. And it's not like, you know, he's exer- – I mean, and he's not taking a playoff. He's exerting a lot of energy. I'll be interested to see how it goes, um, you know, in the back, uh, second half of the season. But um, much like you, B, I was talking to my dad. I went home uh, for the holidays. As a matter of fact, he told me to show you guys what's up. Um, and he said the same thing. He was like he – ne- and he loves Oscar Robertson than anybody would do what the big O did back in the day. And he said what, you know, what Westbrook is doing is 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 just phenomenal. Um, and I agree. I, I think it's, it's, it's crazy. And I think he's going to keep going. That's the crazy part about it. And you you look at him and you wonder, okay, well, how, how long can he keep this going? He's going as long as they're running, walking out on that basketball court and throwing up the ball for a jump ball, that's what you're going to get from Russell Westbrook. So, I mean, I think – I don't want people to see him getting a triple-double and, and just kind of dismissing it. It's hard as hell to do that and still win. It is crazy. Um, moving on as we close out the show, and we're, we're going a little bit over, but I just want to jump on one more topic. Uh, Ronda Rousey, man. Uh, Ronda Rousey uh, <laughs> got the brakes beat off of her uh, this past weekend uh, fighting Nunez. UFC battle. Uh, we all saw it. We all saw it. You didn't see the fight. Didn't last too long. It was only 48 seconds, man. B, uh, is Ronda Rousey done? You're muted, B. My bad. Oh. The, uh, the hype machine is now dead. <clears throat> um, you know, it's amazing. I ain't even, you know what? It's funny because I didn't even realize what was her record until I looked at it and I'm like, wait a minute. So she was 12 and 0 with all this hype machine going behind her. I, I thought Rhonda was like, you know, 22 and 0 or 25 and 0 or something before she took her first L to Holly home. I forgot her record. And I'm like, she's 12 and 2. I'm like, boy, Dana White, boy, he ate off of her for a long time, but he's gonna have mm-hmm. to find him a new, a new uh, cash cow because she's she, it's a wrap for her. She is, she is, she's not coming back from this. If she, if she act like this from her first defeat. And was off recluded, didn't want to do interviews. Then you know that was her problem. She didn't want to stand up and face the music. It's like, you know, you want to be out here smiling when you're 12 and 0, but when you catch your first L, now you want to go hide in the corner and you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to do press for the upcoming fight, this upcoming fight you're doing. Me personally, I think she should have had a couple of tune-up fights before she come right back in after a year over a year off fighting for another title. She should have had some some tune-up fights before this. Right. But look. The hype machine is, is gone. You know what I'm saying? I I, I didn't realize that. I call it the hype machine because of her record. Like, they talked about her like she was freaking, you know, 30 and 0. Now, granted, she put women's, you know, MMA, UFC on the map, just, you know, her alone. Put, she kind of helped put that on the map. I give her that. But, yeah, man, I mean, Layla Ali dominated her sport for freaking years and years and years, and she has an impressive record to prove behind that. This is like man, right. the hype machine. Hype machine is, is it's a wrap for her. She should she should go ahead and hang it up and do whatever you know. Feel you know it's it is what it is. You know I'm I'm glad she's not on suicide watch. Let, let you know last time she was yeah, on boy, suicide she watch. Trouble. I'm glad she's not on suicide watch now. So let's let's be happy about that because still in my mind I can't think of someone beating you up that bad that you got to commit suicide. But I'm just glad she's not on that. So, but. Hey, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for her. She's a retired cow and fellas. Okay. Okay. Ken, what about you, man? Is Rounder Rousey done? 
Marketing is a powerful thing, isn't it, B? It is, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope she saved all her money. I hope she invested her money wisely. Um, I Look, she said, I think her trainer's saying it's 50-50. Uh, and, and this is what, what told me everything I needed to know when she said that I need to sit down and think about my future. Anytime you got to do that and you're a fighter, mm -hmm. You want That's out. Yeah, you want out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want out. <laughs> yeah. Them yeah. right hands was clocking her, man. Them right hands was clocking her. Yeah, it, she was embarrassed. Um, again, this was supposed to be her great comeback and then go as planned. And I think once the first two to three punches connected. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Because I, I, in her head, I, I'm pretty positive – she was just thinking of what the world was saying at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, bam, bam, bam. I was like, oh, my God. Now I have to go through all of this again. And at that point, you're not thinking about the fight. You're thinking about what the world thinks of you. And if you're at that point as a fighter, man, and you're afraid to take L's, then you're, you're afraid to fight. Yeah. And if her mm -hmm. whole thing was built on – being undefeated, being marketable. Like, she would have a great story. She could come back and reel off 12 wins, you know, and, right. and, and come back from this adversity. Because what America loves is America loves a comeback story. Mm -hmm. They love for somebody to overcome what seemingly insurmountable odds. But her acting career is done. Or, or, uh, she's not going to get any sponsorships, probably. Um, maybe for Band-Aid. <laughs> but... <laughs> bandages. But outside of that, you know, <laughs> it's a wrap. That, I, I, I think. <laughs> Damn, Ken, that's messed up, dude. That's oh. messed up. <laughs> oh, yo, that's funny. Oh shit. She done. Oh man, you wrong as hell, Ken. You are, bro. Wrong for that. Hey, but you right though, man. Look, look, R R Rhonda, look, man. Rhonda is a rap. It is. R Rhonda is a, it's, it's over. It's, it's over. Because look, after Holly Holmes, it was kind of like, okay, even Mike Tyson got got, right? So, and it happened early enough in your career. You Like, if you go undefeated for the rest of the time, it's a blip, cool, whatever. But to get your ass whooped, the way you got your ass whooped after everything you talked about the first time, mm -hmm. yo, yo, like, like, like this, like this is the worst thing that could have happened. You understand? Like, if you would have lost a fight by decision, whatever, whatever. Like, I get that. You get knocked out, like, like, like how you used to knock people out. Oh, right. <laughs> yo, it's a wrap. It's I don't know how you get back. I don't. I, Look, Ken, I understand, like, we like people, you know, making a comeback and all of that. It's America, you know, land of opportunity, second chances, this, that. Yo, she will never be what she was marketed to be. And it's a lot. And I have the same advice that you do. I hope you did invest your money because, look, you're not going to make that much more in fighting. I don't think her acting career is over, but she need to transition ASAP. You, you, you need right. to stop putting your training outside of that ring and into into the actors guild. You need you need to do something because it ain't gonna be fighting. You're not gonna make your money off of fighting like that no more. 
you're gonna be a minimum wage fighter. Yo, like it, it's <laughs> it, like it's so sad too. It's so sad. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to Q. He he mentioned in the chat room. Uh, the last time we talked about Ronda Rousey would be uh, about her suicidal thoughts. That was hilarious too. Um, yeah, we couldn't stop laughing. Uh, I don't have much to add, man. She's done. Uh, it, it's something when the bully gets beaten. You know, when the bully gets beaten, man, it, it's a wrap. It's there's nothing. There's nothing else you can do. I mean, her confidence is shot. Damn. Um. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I mean, I have to go back and look. I don't even think she connected on any punches. Like, she took the she took the beat. She took she she caught them paws, man. It was it was a wrap for her. Yeah, man. Her um, face like you got hit with a sack of nickels. <laughs> so she is. I don't know what else. She can do, but um, you know, she's a woman, and she, you know, she can act. I guess a little. I, she'll find something to do. I mean, hell, she can commentate. She can do something. Um, oh, gang. Speaking of gangster stuff, man. Before we jump on a couple, one gotta go before we get out of here. Ken, question. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's up with your man? Akeem Tlaib snatching Crabtree's chain. What would you would have done if you were in a game and a man walks up on you and snatches your chain? I'm getting thrown out. Y'all already know, man. Not, not gonna, I, I'm not going to do that to me in, on, 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 for the world to see. Nah, man, that's not going to happen. I, I understand that, you know, Tlaib has this record, this, that, and the other, but that's one time where, you know, I just got to – I got to stand up for, for myself. You're not going to embarrass me like that and snatch my chain. Uh-uh. Yes, yes, yes. B, what about you, man? What would you have done if, if Akeem Tlaib would snatch your chain? Um, like him, I just would have had to just take an L and take that penalty, man. Hey, look, we already lost our quarterback. What else is it to lose? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> – might as well just go ahead and just you know just go ahead and scrap it out, man. Dude, crazy though, man. Tali, he he he, something. That dude is like he he's like four cans. He ain't got it. of a six pack, man. Like that dude is gone. But yeah, man, I just would have had to. You know, we just had to. I'd have had to Andre Johnson him. You know what I'm saying? I just would have had to do that. That would have been that have been that have been the thing. FIFA, what about you, man? Dude, run up on you during the game. Everybody's watching national TV, and he snatches your chain. I feel like J. Cole, give him my chain never. Man, yo, yo, look, man, where I come from is a different set of rules, B. Like, you, right. you that's, that's like spitting in my face. That's exactly mm -hmm. what that is. And we, look, I don't care if I break my hand or whatever, you going to know that you can't do that again. Because, no, no, it's, it's just not going to happen. It's just not, they're going to have to kick me out. They're going to have to find me, too. Because there's going to be some obscenity said, you know what I'm saying? I know supposedly you can't cuss on the field no more. Oh, he would have been all types of you black mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, all boy, you, you, you think I'm light-skinned? I would have been red like this shirt on my, on, on my back. <laughs> yo, yo, nah, man. Nah, that's not cool. That's highly disrespectful. And you know what, what made it worse is that Akeem said after the game, he said, well, I, I, I told him, you know, that I was going to snatch it. I didn't. I didn't like the fact that he was wearing a chain, and I've said if, if I saw him again, he had the chain on, and I was gonna snatch it. 
And the reporter asked, well, what did he say? And he said, he did He's he cried to the rest, but he ain't say nothing to me. Man, listen. Like yeah, I said, I people, where I'm from, it's a couple of things that's really, really disrespectful. One, snatching somebody's chain. Two, snatching somebody's chain and making them pay to get it back. Three, stepping on their brand new Air Jordans on purpose or Air Force Ones. Yeah, man, we got to fight. And, and you know what? <laughs> I might have fought you right there on the field. If I didn't fight you on the field, I'm damn sure waiting for you after in the locker room. I'm standing out. I'm doing exactly what Carmelo did when he tried to go at KG. When KG was talking about his old lady, I'm waiting for you at the bus. We're going to fight. You know what? We we are going to fight. For Talib on the sideline to be making fun of it, like, yeah, yeah, I pulled this stuff. Oh, hell no. You Look, after you would have pulled my stuff, you would have been on a golf cart in the locker room, B. Like, you wouldn't have been out there talking no smack about yanking my chain. You would have been having to get something wrapped or, 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 or fixed or a cast or something. You ain't going to be laughing about it. Then to make matters worth FIFO, the cameras caught him calling Crabtree a bitch-ass nook. Mm-hmm. Wow. Twice. No. Yeah, we. I'm waiting for you at the bus. You want to snatch my chain and then cuss me out on national TV? Nah, we gotta fight. We got we, we ain't gotta resort to guns, but we're gonna fight. Cause it, it, it don't have to go to that level. We're gonna fight. We definitely gonna fight. <laughs> My man AJ said he would have gotten the, the Geno Smith treatment. Oh no, I would it wouldn't have been no sucker punch. He would have seen it coming. Or, or we definitely would have been fighting. Um, all right, man. One gotta go before hey, we get out of here. We're running a little late, hey, but uh, quick, I'm sorry, Cam. Hey, uh wanna go ahead and announce the winners of the four yeah, do that, do that, do that, do that. Uh, leagues that we ran this year. Thanks to everybody that were playing. Uh, some of you guys got to find out firsthand that that B and I, we we, we the real deal, man. Um, so this guy. you know, I, I I feel sorry for all of y'all, but um, but yeah. So uh, in the league that B and I co-managed the team, uh, shout out to Cape is the homie. He beat uh, Bear Down one hundred five to one hundred one. Uh, so he was actually the second seed. Bear Down was the uh, number one seed. Uh, B and I eked into the playoffs uh, as a four seed, but we just didn't have enough. We we used all our mojo just to get in. We started out like two and four, and had to go like yeah, and we had to win out basically to get in. Um, so yeah, so but shout out that was a fun that was a fun league. So we had fun playing that and chopping it up with everybody there. Um, in the Dead End Sports Podcast League on ESPN. Uh, he was actually in the chat room. Craig Mack, uh, Aaron Hernandez, pistol offense. Oh, he was. He, oh man, shout him out. Yeah, he he yeah. beat me. He got me, man. He got me. He <laughs> got me in the finals, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And with that said, uh, B and I won titles in the other two league. I won the D, the other ESPN DES league. Uh, uh, beat um, starts at what was his name? Uh, let me get his name. I want to shout him out. Charity starts at home. So uh, I beat him one-on-one to 94. Uh, great comeback win. He was actually chatting with me on Twitter about that one. Um, and I had to come back. I needed two points to win that one on Monday. So shout out to Eric Ebron. And <clears throat> in the NFL league that you, Q, you were in, Kyle, and Q, Q were in. And uh, <laughs> we're in that one. Um, yeah, I, I played B in the finals and and I, and I lost that one. Continue my uh, dominance pretty, over Ken. That put me 
at six and zero this football season, fantasy football season against Ken. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like unheard of. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I'll win. I, I I got eight teams in the so I got twenty teams. I have twenty seven teams. I got twenty in the fantasy football playoffs. I got eight in the finals. I won six titles out of eight. David Johnson got hurt, or it would have been seven out of eight. I would give all of those back to have this one win. <laughs> because I beat them twice in the real NFL. I beat them twice in the ESPN league. Then I beat them twice in the NFL.com league. Ken was. He was so mad that one time he posted a periscope. He even did a periscope video. He was so mad. Aaron Rodgers threw no touchdowns. It, None. And then he he balled out through five the week after. He sure man. did. Yep. I hate this I dominated, but, uh, and wrap I up. dominated Ken in 2016, man. Like that was my domination. I, I was so happy I got Ken 6 and 0. Oh, he was so pissed. Oh, I'm so glad. That was the and that that was the league. I was two and five, came back, made the playoffs. And it was four teams that only went in. I was the final four, and I won championship. <clears throat> Can't tell me I'm that dude. Yeah, I, 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 I was – well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, real quick to wrap up, man. Um, thanks to everybody that, that listened and watched our videos. We um, – B and I, we played and we, – we ran four leagues this year, and B and I played in three – Three of the four finals. Finals yep. of the four leagues we ran. Um, so, yeah, so if y'all want to join up next year and get your ass whooped again, we'll be here. And what, what I'm going to need everybody listening and watching, and even if you listen, to, we'll watch this after this is recorded. Um, I'm going to need y'all to step your fantasy games up and beat these dudes. Because the, the worst part about it is, is, like, when you get that text, like I got a text from Ken the other day talking about, hey, <laughs> You're gonna be talking to some fantasy winners when we do our next show because we, I gotta hear about this. So, I unfortunately had a bad fantasy season. It's um, not gonna happen. It was. I, I mean, I will take all of the blame and put it on uh, the president elect because it's his fault. Um, so that's why I sucked at fantasy football this year. But I'm gonna need y'all to step up, man, because I this is like the second or third year I gotta hear Ken's mouth. Y'all bet. Y'all bet. So, step and, it, up. and it's and. It, and it's year round. So, you know, he shows up to video shoots with fantasy champ shirts on yeah. and crap like that. So, better. Yeah, you know, so the, the fact that B got one up on him, that's good because B don't brag that much. But he'll, he'll throw a little jab in there. So, you know, you're going to be watching uh, a dead end hip hop video and B going to be talking about fantasy championship. Watch, just watch. Yeah, man, I mean, so, we, me and Ken do this show for a reason. Because we're good. We're just good see, like see, that. See, that's all. We, see, so, I, so I'm going to need everybody. I'm contemplating retiring from fantasy football, which is what I say every this time of year, every year, but I'll be back. Um, but I'm going to need everybody, man. We're we going to have to step out. Even if we have to team up together as far as a coalition, because we cannot have this happen again next year. I don't know how it happened this year. I'm going to be honest. I lost interest after like week five after I started sucking. Mm, but mm. we cannot have this happen again. This should not happen. I mean, it's bad enough when you're in eight leagues, but if you're in eight leagues and you win six of them, that's a problem. Because you guys don't hear it, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that, man. So every shout out to everybody who participated, man. Everybody hit us up. Um, word to the wise, hit us up early because you know this year I think we did three different for dead end sports. Um, we try to do as many as we can to accommodate every, every everybody, but 
you know, it's just like anything else is first come first serve. So, you know, we, you can't hit us up like two days before the fantasy draft talking about, Hey, do you have any more slots? You know, cause we're only going to do with so many, uh, 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 so many different uh, leagues. Um, before we get out of here, man, real quick, one got to go. Of course, we do these each and every week. These are not my ideas. These come from my homie Eclectic. You can follow him on Twitter at Eclectic with a K or follow him at one, the number one got to go. Uh, just choose one, give you four options, and one has to go. So let's let's go point guards. Point guards. FIFO still there. Let's go. Let's start with FIFO. NBA point guards, man, one got to go. Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas. Gary Payton, John John Stockton, one got to go. The old school Isaiah, right? Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas from the Pistons. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Isaiah Payton, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, and uh, and John Stockton. Um, this ain't easy. I'm gonna take out GP. Wow. Oh. Okay, that was the point guard of the crew is getting rid of the glove. Hold on. All I heard was GP, Isaiah, and Stockton. Who was the fourth one? J Kid. Yeah, I'm taking out GP too. Yeah, GP. GP. Because because what what made GP great could kind of be taught, right? Like you gotta have that dog in you, but he was known for Alley oops, which and he didn't throw like crazy alley oops either, like for alley oops mm-hmm. and being like a tough gritty defender. J Kid's vision, you're halfway born with that. Like like you can't teach that what J Kid was able to do. Right. Yeah, J Kid was a beast, man. Yeah, you what Isaiah right. Thomas can do scoring wise and, and, and winning chips and stuff like that. GP ain't never do that. And then the last one you uh, was um, Stockton. Stockton. Look, man, the man leads the league in all time in assists and steals. Sorry, GP, you ain't. Yeah, you, you, you're not yeah. up there, bro. Uh, you know, GP. Stockton, Stockton ain't going nowhere. Nah, he can't. All right, Ken. Ken, so who, who you got, Ken? Uh, Stockton. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Ken's racist. You get rid of Stockton. Ken's man. racist. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I would love. Him. You know that the man averaged double-digit assists for his career. I would love to have some of those what 11, 13, 14 assist years. Um, but man, that it's I'm not racist. Uh, yeah, I, I, give me Gary Payton, man. I, I need somebody that's gonna lock I'm, down. I'm I'm going opposite, man. Hey, I'm stop doing the, the slots on defense. That's what I'm about to say. What what, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta keep stock. Stockton ain't going nowhere. I, I'm I'm I'm. Reluctantly, I'm getting rid of J Kid, and I love J Kid's game. What? Uh, was crying, and Jason Kid came out of high school the same year I did. So, no, I'm sorry, he came out a year before me. And, J Kid like, dominated. He was one of them point guards that dominated the game without even yeah. the score. Man, he just needed the ball in his hand. Jason was Kid was Jason Kid was unreal in the eighth grade, and I mean, like we heard about him on the East Coast, and this was pre-internet. Um, so yeah, that that's tough, and I mean. I see a couple of people in the chat room saying Stockton, but you, trust me, you have no idea how dope Stockton was. And Stockton was crazy. I played like, a position. Like people- I played a position. And see, and, and that's the reason why I'm saying, like, those other three guys, I can't get rid of them because Jay Kidd, like you just said, Kyle, doesn't need to score. I to said end. Oh, my bad. B said that. But, you know, like, 
Yeah. When you were coming up, no internet. Jay Kill all the way from Southern Cal. You yep. ain't got that way over here. Man, we knew about him. We knew about him. We knew about yeah. him. So, so that's crazy. We knew about uh, him. Isaiah Thomas from Chicago. So that's another reason why I can't get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think enough he, said he, I don't got to go there. John Stockton, he is the preeminent point guard. If you said, look, I need a textbook point guard to run the team. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Hey, FIFO. And FIFA also to piggyback, Gary Payton even said John Stockton was a more difficult person to guard than Michael Jordan. He was. He, was. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, Stockton. And, and, and Stockton was one of those dudes, man, you look up and he's got 20 points on you. I mean, like, yeah. you know about the assist, but his scoring ability, you look up and he, I mean, like, it wasn't all just Malone. And, like, and Stockton was, like, was tough, man. Stockton um, was tough as nails, man. Because he could shoot too. With yeah. that over the right shoulder yeah. shot. Yeah. He could shoot. He just didn't right. want to. He right. didn't need to. Yeah. All right, let's go hip-hop albums. This one should be pretty easy. B, I'll start with you. Uh, one got to go. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Jesus. Run the Jewels. The first Run the Jewels. Or Nothing Was the Same. Uh, Jesus. I'm with B. Okay, okay. I'm with B. Kim? Carter, uh, Carter Holy Grail, Jesus. Nothing Was the Same. Or what else? And the first run of jewels. Uh, Jesus. Hey, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna take run the jewels out because they don't belong in the same trash can as the other albums that you mentioned. I don't know. That I don't know. Run the jewels ended. That's talking about. Yeah, yeah like, like we knew run the jewels wasn't being tough. Yeah, of course. Like what? Like what's that? Like how, like how, how is that in the mix? I don't I don't know how he came up with okay, so wait a minute. Somebody said Jesus is I hope you're being sarcastic. So Jesus is a legendary album. Whoa, hell no, it ain't. Um legendary, as much as I hate trash. Right. As much as as much as I hated Magna Carta Holy Grail, Jesus slightly edges it out. Um all right, let's go drinks, drinks real quick. Uh Ken, wine, beer. Liquor or champagne? One got to go. Champagne. Ah, what about you, B? Um, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess probably champagne because it's just, it's not like a man drink. Like you know, you think a man drink like you know champagne. So I gotta get rid of champagne. I'm gonna go. What about you, FIFA? I'm gonna go beer. I'm not a big beer drinker. I'm not either. So I was about yeah, to say beer. Yeah, but see, but like for me, I feel like when I'm a, when I'm gonna drink some champagne, I'm celebrating some things. So I'm not getting rid of no damn yeah. champagne because there's still a lot of things I need to be celebrating in life. But beer, I'm good with beer. Why are you la- are yeah, you, are you laughing, kid? What are you doing? <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> the man drink. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like you man drink, man. Give me a beer. Oh no, no. I, I'll drink. I'm I'm with I'm with FIFA. I, beer gotta go. I'm not much of a beer drinker now. Champagne, I'll drink the hell out. In fact, fact, if anybody got some champagne and want to yeah. send me, send it to me right now. I'll drink your stuff up. Um, but yeah, champagne is. I mean, beer gotta go. I'm not much of a beer drinker. Um, all right, let's see. I got three more. Um, TV shows and this, you know, you, you hopefully you guys have seen all of these, but you may or may not have. TV shows, Ken, uh, The Wire. That's staying. Walking Dead, <laughs> Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, or Breaking Bad. 
Wow. Oh, my God. I know, right? I know, right? Woo. I'm, I can pick mine. The Wire. Go ahead, B. Great Walking Dad. Dead. Walking Dead. What was the last one? Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones oh, and Breaking Bad. This is easy. This is easy. I'll go first. Who you got, FIFO? Man, get, that, get that, that bull crap of a show that don't belong in the same conversation. Walking Dead out of here. Walking Dead is good, it's but I mean, it's, not, it's not over the mother three shows, though. Come on, man. Can over here contemplate. Yeah, I, Nick, I got, you, I got, I know you're getting confused. I know you're getting confused. I got walking there too. Can you better not say the why? I got. swear to God, if you say the why, I'm taking your black card. <laughs> yeah, can't say the why. We, 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 we can't say the why. We're kicking him out the group. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not saying the why. I think it's between Breaking Bad and, and Game of and Walking Dead. Um, and it ain't Breaking Bad. I guess I'm yeah. to go with Walking Dead. Yeah, it's a walking dead. Get that wax open. Yeah, the wire ain't going yeah, nowhere. I said, when you, the wire, when you I said think, the wire, I'm like, that's not being touched. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wire is, I think wire is probably, for me, the greatest show I've ever seen on TV. Um, All right, let's go old school uh, hip-hop albums. Um, The DOC, no one, FIFO, the DOC, no one can do it better. Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted. Ooh. Uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Ooh, and Snoop's doggy style. Oh, West Coast man. All West Coast. All West Coast. Oh, got I gotta get rid of DLC. I'm, I'm a, like you made you made it easy. You made you made it easy, man. I gotta get rid of the like. People, have you have you have you heard have you heard? No one can do it better. No, I have, but okay. you know, like it's not something I ever went back to though. Oh. I'm saying like doggy style is a classic. Chronics a classic. Uh, America's Most Wanted is a classic. You know, like I listen to that, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, you, hey, I gotta go. FIFO, take it from your boy, and I know you listen to a whole bunch of music. You might not have, if you have time, or when you have time, go back and listen. No one can do it better. That sh I, that shit is amazing. I, I know you'll love it. I ain't gonna say you'll like it. You'll love it, FIFO. Just when you get time, don't you know? You ain't got to do it next week, two weeks from now, whenever. Go back. No, I, I, I don't. I don't um, think people would love it, but I, I think people. I think people. I think people. I think people would, would appreciate it because I mean, for one, it's produced. I, it's I produced top to bottom by Dre. So I mean, I think I think people appreciate it. The classic West Coast classic that it is, but I, I ain't gonna say he gonna love it. I don't. I don't think he'll love it. Okay, who who you got? Who you got, B? Man, I'm still thinking. <laughs> Damn, because I love it. Hurt me to even take out any one of them albums, man. It were. I know, right? It were hurt. That's and, a good and, one. That's this is actually a good. This is a good one. Got to go. Very, very good. Very. And, and Q in the chat room. Q, get out of the chat room, man. Q said the chronic was awful. You, you, you got to get out. Of the chat room. He's, he's trolling. Don't, don't listen. To him. He trolled. Yeah, he, he's, he's trolling. He's got to be. Q, I'm not talking to you for a day. Man, <laughs> wow, man. Ken, what you got? What you got? I don't think Ken can make up his mind either. Yeah, this is hard. This is hard, man. Reluctantly. Hard, uh, I gotta keep. I gotta. I gotta keep Snoop, Dre, and um, and Ice Cube. You know what, man? Yeah, I, th I think I gotta go with DLC too, man. Damn, it hurt me to say. I got. I got. I gotta go with DLC too. Damn, ah, that's a good one. That's really a good one. Damn, 
I, I, you know, I, I can't. I don't even know if I can decide on it. And you know what? Because looking at it, Doggy Style is the one that I played the least. But I love that album. Man, I played the shit out of Doggy Style on that shit. I did too. I mean, but I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about like recently. Like, D, like no one can do it better. I listen to no one can do it better at least like once a month. Um, mm. that's, 80, that's 88 too. Incredible year for hip hop. Shit. Yeah, it hurts me to say DLC. I, I gotta take it out, but it hurts me to do it. All right, man. One more before we get out of here. Power Force, man. Power Force. Ken, Rodman, Mikhail, the mailman of Barkley. Who's got to go? Carmelo. I, I you don't like Carmelo. You don't no. like Carmelo. Yeah, I don't like Carmelo. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to go with Malone too, man. I got to go with Carmelo. I respect him. I mean, Carmelo is great. I'm not saying. He ain't great and like that. Carmelo is one of the fiftieth greatest players, but I just I gotta take him out because I can't stand. Him. Wait a minute, isn't Carmelo like second in scoring? Yeah, yeah. Was he he's first? second? Is he behind? Kareem? He's second. Okay. okay, yeah. No. Okay, Kareem's first. Okay. Yeah, he's Kareem's second. First. And then and then Kobe third. Yep, and then Kobe's third. I thought Kobe. I don't know. I thought Kobe passed him. Okay. What what what, what was the fourth uh, power forward? Barkley It's Rodman, Mikhail, Mailman, and Barkley. Dang. I would say take the glass up out of here. What? But ah, I'm gonna have to go with the mailman too. To um. Hmm. I'm a, and, I, and I'm gonna try to keep. Well, I mean, I don't like what Barkley talks about, <laughs> but I ain't gonna do it. We talk about just on the court. Um. Damn, man. Yeah, give me give me the mailman. Yeah, Mikhail. No, not no, not Mikhail. Mailman, get mailman about it. Ken, did you get one? Yeah, 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 I did. Okay, okay, yeah. So that's it, man. Um, that's all I got for tonight, man. We, I know we right at shit, it's eleven thirty. Um, you guys got anything uh, coming up? You guys want to promote on Dead and Hip Hop? Got, you got coming down the pipe? Nope, not at the moment. All right, cool. Well, as always, man, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Uh, like Ken mentioned, that if you didn't catch us at the beginning, uh, we got a lot of different things that we're going to be rolling out this year. Uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in and checking us out. Definitely appreciate the love and support. Um, and hit us up, man. Feel free to hit us up if you got any questions, any comments, any criticisms, or anything you want to see talk about. Um, <laughs> he said, check out the Migos. Hell no. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, yeah, man. So we got a lot of stuff coming. So we definitely and make sure that you come back next week. We'll be covering more NBA talk, obviously talking about the national championship game, which is going down Monday night and wildcard weekend, as well as previewing the divisional round in the NFL. So that's going to do it for this week, man. For Ken, for B, for FIFO, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We'll holler at you next week. Peace. Peace. Yo, Ken. Yeah.